0: Hey, you guys, what's up? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. As part of my royal court, for just as low as $7.99 a month, that's $7.99 a month, you guys can get advertisement free. In other words, ad free episodes from your favorite podcast, the Royal Hour Podcast. How do you do that, you ask? Well, if you're listening from Spotify or from Anchor, there will be a link in the description that you can click on where you will be able to be a paid subscriber now with this subscription you are able to get again ad free episodes meaning that all you will hear is the intro the um, you'll hear about the anchor the fm you know spot about how to create your own podcast and where to find me which is the outro and where to find me on social media other than that you guys will get you know as long as i want to have the episodes they could be an hour who knows, of just me, Solo Dolo, or me and my guests from the Royal Court as we talk about the various topics that you guys love, from entertainment, to politics, to AI, to conspiracy theories. When I tell you, you would want to subscribe to this because I'm already free enough, you know, I speak freely enough on the show regularly, but with the subscription, when I tell (laughs) y'all, you get a more raw, uncut version of your good guy, Prince Onyx, and then some, yeah, you'd want to subscribe to this. So, again, for just as little as $7.99 a month, you guys will get, subs- will get ad-free episodes. Ad-free. No interruptions. Just straight through and through from one segment to the next segment to the next segment to the next segment. To the end of the episode, you guys will get all of that for just as low as $7.99 a month. And this is due in part to Anchor, which is provided to us by Spotify. So I just wanted to let you guys know before y'all listen to this episode, because this is a freebie, just like, you know, you guys get the regular episodes because season two is coming. (laughs) But I just wanted to let y'all know that moving forward to get those subscription episodes those exclusive episodes subscription based episodes you just gotta subscribe for as low as $7.99 a month and you guys get your good boy Prince Onyx and then some thank y'all now let's get back to the show hello and welcome to the royal hour podcast hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics, from entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced, from dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled, all from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, when I tell y'all, I just keep coming across shit at this point it is insane. So, apparently there is a new drug that has infiltrated the big cities here in the United but sometimes divided state of America. And this is coming from the New York Post, uh, which I know you yeah, you know take with a grain of salt, but according to this and the headline reads skin rotting drug tranq which I'm sh- assuming is short for like tr- tranquilize or whatever infiltrates big cities excuse me zombifying well quote-unquote zombifying bodies now there's a new drug in town and it has deadly consequences uh zeno- z- xyla xylalan, which is spelled x y l a z i n e otherwise known as trank Tranq, trank drug trank you dope and zombie drug is wreaking havoc in major cities across the country with its devastating effects. It can literally rot the user's skin. The, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God damn, what the fuck? I'm sorry, that just really called me. Jesus Christ. Um, The substance, which seemed to first appear in Philadelphia before migrating west to San Francisco and L.A., i telling y'all, the West Coast is doomed at this point. If you are there, get the fuck out. Um, Unless you a fake bitch, please stay there. Anyway, and was uh, used for cutting heroin but most recently it has been discovered in fentanyl and other illicit drugs while approved by the fda the food and drug administration for veterinarian use okay so this shit is for ant jesus christ while approved by the fda and drug administration for veterinarian use This drug, this is a non-opioid and it is not safe for humans. And those who overdose on the drug do not respond to Nylonax or Narcane, the most common overdose reversal treatment. Uh, This drug causes sedative-like symptoms such as excessive sleepiness and respiratory depression, as well as raw wounds that can become severe and spread rapidly with repeated exposure. The crusty, you, the, the crusty, ulceration ulcerations which can become dead skin called ext- ester can result in amputation if left untreated because it is not listed as a controlled substance for animals or human train lands in a confusing and horrifying gray area and hospitals rarely test for it with routine toxicology toxolo- screenings Ch- uh, whew, jesus christ this is a lot to take in y'all Last month, one Philly user suddenly developed the specific wounds near her opioid injection site. I'd wake up in the morning crying because my arms were dying, Tracy McCain, 39 years old, told the New York Times. The city reported that 90% of lab-tested dope samples from 2021 contain, say, a drug, which can increase the risk of overdose with, when combined with other illicit substances. But the lethal combination of substances is what gives it its appeal. The high of the opioid, such as fentanyl, is extended with the help of TranQ. It's too late for Philly, Sean Westfall, an outreach worker with uh, Prevention Point Philadelphia, told the Times. Philly's supply is saturated. If other places around the country have a choice to avoid it, they need to hear our story. People with substance use disorders who get hooked on the zombifying drug believe the emerging substance killed any kind of joy that came with getting high. TranQ is basically zombifying people's bodies, Sam, age 28, told Sky News. Until nine months ago, I never had wounds. Now there are holes in my legs and and my feet. Oh my God, I got goosebumps just reading this to y'all. What the fuck? The worrying TranQ trend comes as the New York City Department of Health reported that 2,668 New Yorkers died of overdoses in 2021. Experts warn that this drug could worsen the ongoing drug epidemic. Dr. Gary uh, Tsai, the Director of Substance Abuse Prevention and Control with the L.A. County Department of Public Health, believes the drug's prevalence would increase deaths from overdoses. The main concern is we're already amid the worst overdose crisis in history, nationally and locally, Tsai told the L.A. Times. According to... A 2022 report, this drug has been discovered in 36 states. In New York City alone, the drug was found in 25 samples per the Times. Earlier this month, the San Francisco Department of Health announced that low levels of this drug were found in the system of four people who overdosed, suggesting that the substance can be hidden in drugs unbeknownst to the users. It's possible that it's more out there, Warren sigh And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of that article. I, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, I just had to put my phone down, because that is, um, yeah, that's, that's fucking creepy, it's fucking creepy, like, I just, like, I, child, we starting this episode off real interesting, baby well this is one of those things where it's like you know stuff that should be in the mainstream media but it's not so you know you find it online and i know right you know take things with a grain of salt and you know don't what is it don't believe none of what you see and only half of what you hear well look this right here seems to be fucking real i mean this this seems to be fucking real i mean i bet you cash money if somebody was to like look this shit if you were to like look this up let me see zombifying oh damn i'm finna say why why are you erasing words Zom- nope, no bitch, I know what I'm trying to spell, zombifying drug, so, okay, oh, well, no, that's about that Flocka, that's that other drug that was out here killing folks, uh, let's see, because I'm trying to find other articles about it, oh, shit, damn, this is, okay, this is coming from Fox 19, uh, Q13, Fox, The Insider, Fox 59, oh, yeah, this, yeah, this shit is here, y'all, this shit but you know what i'm gonna say with that i feel like once again like when it comes to weed for example for marijuana this is why like the legalization of it on a federal level and like you know to a degree then you know state level and stuff like that is happening yes because you know the government and the states want money cuz you know america's broke okay america america has a problem yes and that problem is debt but what I feel like is going on is that, yes, it is making it to where people have to go to dispensaries to get weed. But at least, you know, nine times out of 10, the stuff coming from the dispensary is not going to kill you. The stuff from a dispensary is not going to have you turning into a zombie. The stuff from a dispensary, again, this is about marijuana, not all that other shit that folks be doing. The But, you know, with marijuana, it's not going to turn you into a zombie. And it's last but not least, going to rot your flesh and rot your body from the inside out. How is it somebody nine months ago didn't have nothing going on in a, with their legs and feet? Now this guy got holes in his legs and feet. Then this woman where she had shot up, where she shoots up, now her arms hurt every time she wakes up. Like, bruh, the guy's already saying Philadelphia is over with. Like, anybody out there who is in Philadelphia, get the fuck out. Anybody who is black, who is qu- black and queer, who is Afro-Latino, whatever, get the fuck out while you can go somewhere else wherever you have to go if you got to come inward here to you know hell if you got to go to ohio detroit if you got to go to indiana again chicago if you got to go to wisconsin hell, atlanta wherever go because it seems like the tri-state area from philly to new york is definitely got it bad and then over there in the west coast because again california is just going to shit at this fucking point and it's a mass exodus over there we see what's going on again Shift our focus. There's real shit going on. So for anybody out here who feels like, oh, you know, who's focused on other shit, like oh the emasculation of the black man. Oh my God, they're emasculating the black man. It's like, which we'll talk about in just in in a little bit. Fuck you, because y'all are fucking stupid. I can't. I don't want to say the R word because, you know, I don't want motherfuckers to think I'm insensitive, even though everybody's insensitive to a fucking degree. Don't let these hoes fool you. Anti way, anyway, yeah, that's, I ain't got much on it, but it's just like, it just, I, it just makes me realize that, you know what, dispensaries are a good thing because, bitch, you can't even trust your street dealers. And if you are trusting them, you know, it must be through the grace of God that you are still protected for those of us who do marijuana. But again, all that hard shit that folks is doing, that's what's getting folks to fuck up out of here for real, for real. Like, you know, all you need is a tiny, tiny bit of fentanyl and you're up out of here. You're gone. Y'all out here popping perks and drinking green, which I'm going, which I'm going to assume is another form of lean. And like I never forget, I saw this clip of this boy. He was at brunch with some friends. He had this big ass tall glass of, of a mimosa in front of him. He had this medicine that was called green. Opened it. He poured a cap size of it, so it's like a cap full of it, and dumped it in the mimosa. And the friends would and the friend recording him didn't think to stop recording him and let alone put that shit online. Like you niggas are drug addicts. For real, for real. You niggas are drug addicts. Y'all niggas is drug addicts. Like, what in the entire fuck? Like what in the entire oh fuck. What in the entire fuck? Uh, and yes, I'm saying that extra hard because I just realized the mic is fucking uh unplugged from the iPad, ladies and gentlemen but i know that y'all fucking heard that i know that y'all heard that because it works it works it really really works baby it works and my ipod my ipad ipod my ipad is good god it it's just i just realized the mic is unplugged but anyway enough of that bullshit welcome to the royal hour podcast this is your good guy here prince onyx uh, that was definitely a top-of-the-hour thing because we got a long show today. That just came out of nowhere, but I'm glad I looked into it because, yeah, even again, the New York, yeah, that's the New York Times, and I believe that those are the ones who I just read from, uh, but, yeah, this drug is, is definitely out here. So, again, it's called TranQ, so I'm assuming that's, like, short for TranQuil, so it's, like, you know, Tran, T-R-A-N, yeah, T-R-A-N, and the letter Q train Q. so it's yeah and mind you this again this is not for humans this is for animals the fda approved it for animals for veterinarian use but this shit is being mixed with fentanyl and it's literally bringing zombies to real life so see this is our form of the zombie apocalypse through the drugs you know and most of the stuff they'll show you Oh, it's got to be in the food and in the drinking and the dinner, which can be, you know, drugs to a degree, too. People can be addicted to food and drinks as well. You know what I'm saying? But it's the street shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the addicts that they're attacking first. It's them that are getting attacked first. It's them that are getting attacked first. Then it'll be the regular degular citizens, these motherfuckers who work at the Fortune Five companies, Fortune Five Hundred companies, with the 401ks and shit like that, who go to, who peruse around the gay scene and the gay clubs and snort coke while beating up some twinks guts in the bathroom. Like, come on now, like it's it's gonna weasel its way into regular degular schmegular society from the poorest of the poor to the richest of the rich. This is the zombie apocalypse that they didn't tell you about. But it's here, slowly but ever so surely. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and dip, dip, dip right on into this show. Okay? And five, four, three, two, one. You must be used to all the finer things. Infatuated by what money brings. It seems to me you hoes will never change. So, all that's left is for us to exchange. Fuck faces. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck faces. You motherfucking hoes. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to serenade y'all as I welcome y'all back to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. Baby, when I tell y'all at this point, every other day, every other week, every other month, it just seems like more and more cancellations okay? Like we got inflation, excuse me, but it also seems like we have cancellations, okay? Hella cancellations. So this is coming from variety. Just then, well not just then, this was February seventeenth. Uh Judge Mathis and the People's Court canceled by Warner Brothers after more than two decades. Let's get into this article, shall we? The verdict is in. Syndicated Court Staples Judge Mathis and The People's Court will both end their run at the end of this season, Variety has confirmed. Judge Mathis will wrap after 24 seasons, while this most recent iteration of The People's Court wraps after its 26th season, seasons 24 and 26 respectively. Both shows come from Warner Brothers Unscripted Television in association with Telepictures Productions and are distributed by Warner Brothers Domestic Television Distribution. According to insiders, the decision was made due to the declining nature of the daytime syndication landscape. As local TV stations shrink their syndication dollars and the advertising uh, marketplace shrinks for daytime syndication. First run in syndication has become a trickier landscape. At the same time, station groups have been have been expanding their local news broadcasts. Also in a bid to do what? Drumroll, please. Save money. Is anybody surprised? When I tell you, side note. Hollywood is going through so much of a damn economic crisis right now. Like, this is really giving the Great Depression. Because even Hollywood is not spared from this shit. Because even during the Great Depression, a lot of people in Hollywood went broke. Like, a lot of people primarily was really the actors. Because, you know, the people behind the scenes, baby, they made it to where they was probably safe through the Great Depression. But, baby, everybody else was on their own. How Why did it get this way, baby? You know how it got this way. But, anyway. Judge Mathis also comes from and syndicated production, and syndicated productions, while the People's Court is a Ralph Edwards and Stu Billet, Billet production. Judge Mathis won the Daytime Emmy in 2018 for Outstanding Legal slash Courtroom Program, as well as the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding News, Talk, or Information Series in 2004. Judge Greg Mathis, a former judge of Michigan's 36th District Court, is the longest-running black male host on television and the second-longest-reigning attributor in courtroom TV history. Behind Judge Judy Starr, Judith Schleindenstein, girl, look, Judge Judy, okay? Judge Mathis uh, was also the second longest-running court show in continued production with in continued production with the same host behind Judge Judy, which ran for 25 seasons. Over the course of the show's history, Judge Mathis presided over 13,000 cases on his show. As for The People's Court, the show won four Daytime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Legal Courtroom Drama Program, outlet, Outstanding Legal Courtroom Program in 2014, 2015, 2020, and 2021. When all of its iterations are included, the People's Court is the longest running traditional court show and the second longest running court show in general, with a total of thirty nine overall seasons as of the twenty two of the twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three television year behind divorce court by by one season. Judge Marilyn uh Marilyn Malin uh Milan Milan? Malin? Have you say her last name, has presided over the People's Court since 2001, making her the show's longest reigning host for the series' 22 years. Okay, again, over two decades. She was also the first Latina judge to host a nationally syndicated television court show. The current revival of the People's Court premiered in 97 with Ed, Conk, Conk, or Ed yeah, Ed Conk, Conk as judge, followed by Jerry Schlein... Schlein, Schlein The original series ran from 81 to 93, which Judge Joseph Wapurner. Wapurner, girl, these people got some real interesting names. I am trying my hardest here, okay? It's not because I'm really trying to screw their names up, because I'm not. Anyway, um, Milana was appointed to the Miami Circuit Court in 1999. Reporter and TMZ boss Harvey Lennon has served as series host and legal reporter, while Douglas McIntosh is court officer. Original The People's Court participant Doug Lewin, Lewin also returned to interview allegations uh, after a decision has been rendered. And that is it for that article from Variety. So, again, it's really sad that um this has happened. Like, again, this is two fucking decades, y'all. This is two decades of the of the court TV shows like y'all know like Black folks, we good to say like yo if you if, remember when you were sick and you had to call off from school you just needed you know your parents called off from, called off for you from school so you had the ginger ale the chicken noodle soup you had the game talk shows the, you know the game shows and the court TV shows and Jerry Springer and all the other stuff you know on on your grandma's good couch well now that seems to be coming to an end. And it's unfortunate because it's just like, okay, damn. Because here's the thing we already know that daytime talk TV shows. And again, because I hear the ambulance and the police sirens chat, I don't know what the hell is going on. We just had that new moon. What was that yesterday? So the energy is going to last for the next, well, let's see. Yeah, three days. So it was Monday. It's Tuesday now. Y'all getting this episode to, well, Wednesday. I was going to say tomorrow. I can't say your name up in my songs. Might not fuck with you tomorrow. Anyway, um. Uh, sh- anyway so it's gonna probably be the energy may have died down by like thursday and see what y'all know rule of thumb you're gonna feel the energy when it's a new moon full moon three days before and three days after just wanted to let y'all know but anyway it's just really unfortunate though that these shows are getting canceled left and right because it's just like damn is hollywood really hurting for coins that bad because this shit makes me feel like damn i might want to have to keep this damn security job because if the industry is suffering this damn bad what the fuck does that say for an independent, you know, small fry guy like me? The fuck anyway. But there is some good news. Drum roll and oh, shock fake reveal. But well not fake shock, because I I was shocked when I came across this. So as of today, and this is from Variety. So February twenty-first, when you guys are well when I'm doing this and you guys will be hearing it the twenty second. Days after cancellation, Judge Mathis announces return to TV with Mathis Court in fall twenty twenty three. Just days after Warner Brothers announced the cancellation of Judge Mathis after 24 seasons, Byron Allen's Allen Media Group has scooped up the services of Judge Greg Mathis to host a new run, a new, a new uh, to host a new first run one-hour strip for Fall 2023. I'm WBB, I okay? A, but I thank God, Mathis Court with Judge Mathis has been given a firm go and that's all in quotations, the Mathis Court with Judge Mathis and the firm go is in quotations by Allen Media Group, which is now pitching the show for broadcast, cable, and distribution platforms. In addition to broadcast syndication, the show will join Allen Media Group's eight-court series that are carried on. it. that... I'm reading too fast. Sorry. In addition to broadcast syndication, the show will join Allen Media Group's eight-court series are carried on. It's television network Justice Central, available in more than 50 million U.S. homes. Allen Media Group's America's Court with Judge Ross, which premiered in fall 2010, as well as Justice for All with Judge Christina Perez, Justice with Judge Maybelline, and Supreme Justice with Judge Karen. The Verdict with with Judge Hatchett We the People with Judge Lauren Lake and Equal Justice with Judge Ebony K. Williams. Equal Justice also premieres in the fall of 2023. uh, Judge Greg Mathis is an outstanding, charismatic, and iconic television host, and we are extremely confident that our eighth and newest court series with Judge Mathis will be very successful for years to come as he joins our outstanding roster of talent. And of course, you know, they list all the other talents. And this is a quote by... Judge, uh, Judge I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta take like a drink of water because my throat is like, feel like it's drying up when I be talking so long, child. Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh Jesus Christ, child. I just be, oh God, I'm so sorry for burping in y'all ears. God damn it. <coughs> oh, Jesus, damn. Hope they ain't go down the rump. I'm so sorry, y'all. And I'm afraid if I turn off the mic, it's gonna like stop the recording. Like I might test it out on the next segment well not the next segment but after i record this i'm gonna test it out and see like if i turn it off in the middle of recording and turn it back on will it stop you know if it does then damn i'm kind of fucked but that's why i keep cough drops on dead too but hey all right i can feel my throat being more lubricated but anyway judge mathis was also the second uh, longest running well we already talked about that with the other show uh, but it's, you know, it's just good news. I'm really hoping that, you know, the, uh, the wouldn't Byron Allen's, um, you know, Allen Media Group. They're able to get it, you know, picked up by a network, which I'm sure they will because it's fucking Judge Mathis. Come on now, you know, but I'm glad to hear that. Hey, there's still hope out there. So, you know, now with Allen's channel, though, with his with his company, I'm trying to see what channel will that fall on. But I'm pretty sure we got to just wait to see like we got to just uh, wait to see what network picks it up. Cause it has to be, of course, on like prime time. You know, daytime TV. That it's got to be. So you know, hey, I'ma just we gonna we gonna we gonna pray over. it. We gonna pray over. it. We are gonna speak good things over it. Because, goddamn y'all, all these fucking cancellations that's going on. Like, what the fuck is really going on, y'all? Like this shit. I just it's cancellation after cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. It's like nothing is sacred or say. Well, shit, fuck me and sacred. But excuse me. We nothing is like safe at this point, everything is on shaky fucking foundation. Like, god damn, and it's just, but then again, you know what? Hey, look, for those who save their money and are smart, they're gonna be fine, those who got real good connections and will be back on TV. Like hell, they'll be fine. Or even if they're not on TV again, they will be fine. I'm sure. It's these, you know, Zeus Network motherfuckers who I know they need this. I need this money, Frankie. I need to keep embarrassing myself on TV because I, I need this money. Like it's you bitches who are not safe. It's you bitches and you niggas who are not safe. But and I, and bitch is a gender neutral term here, just so that we are all crystal motherfucking clear. But anyway, hey, we got some good news in the midst of that bad news. Behaving. I wanted to give y'all the bad news first, and then spin the block. Yeah, good. I don't even know what type of sound I was trying to make. But try to spend the block and give y'all some of that good news, okay? So that's all I got for that segment right there. But let me know what y'all think. Have y'all heard of any other cancellations? Because y'all know I'm going to be looking as well. But let me know if y'all have heard of any other cancellations that you would like me to talk about and give my opinion on. Because, like I said, with the situation, it's kind of an open and shut thing with Judge Mathis. It's like, hey, the show that he's been on the longest, they're, you know, pulling the plug over at Warner Brothers. But, hey, somebody else picked up the ball and swish. You know they, you know, score. They the shit went in through the hoop. Okay, so we back again, baby. Okay, take that, take that, take that. We back again. Okay, just like Diddy and all of his aliases. But anyway, (laughs) we'll be right back after these messages once again. And I want to welcome you guys back to and thank you all for listening to the Royal Hour podcast. Peace. Well, peace is in. Yeah, I will be right back in a moment. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder once again. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment and tell a friend to tell a friend. Because when this show grows, so do you as the royal court. So I want to thank y'all again for tuning in. And just give a friendly reminder to be sure that you are sharing with your friends, your family, your lovers. Hell, your one-off, jump-off, whatever the case is. And let them know the royal hour is the place to be and the podcast you want to listen to. And now back to the show all y'all so what is up it's your good guy here prince onyx welcome back to the royal hour podcast so this is a story that broke last week but instead of me trying to hop to be the first on the top of the shit i needed to let everything come out in the wash so miss chloe bailey of the duo you know i want to say duet duet duo the sister duo of chloe and holly uh, announced that she had a single coming out this Friday, February 24th called How Does It Feel, and it features none other than Chris Brown, who is very controversial, yes, we know. And you know what, it, it's, it's honestly a lot of fake outrage because he literally dropped, a while ago, I want to say like sometime last year, he dropped the video for the song Under the Influence, which was, I want to say about a four year old song, because the song came out a while ago, and he had finally dropped the video for it due to the popular the Revitalization of it, um, be, due to TikTok, you know, to talk, uh, TikTok is damn near making like a lot of people's so- old songs very popular to where they are like, Oh, well, let me make a video for it now, you know. And the video is sitting at 91 million views on YouTube. So, for everybody who, whenever Chris Brown's name is uttered, want to be like, Oh my god, but what about what he did to Rihanna and did it? Someone's lying. Because if y'all really hated that man, that video would not be having that many views. And yes, granted, he has more than just black fans. However, predominantly, his fan base is still black women. And it's even a black men who like his music, too, and go to the concerts as well. And not just because their girlfriends dragged them. They actually like his music, too. You know, and again, we can hold black men accountable, right? Because I'm all about holding people accountable, be they black, white, or candy-striped, gay, straight, trans, queer, non-binary, whatever, however you want to identify. I'm all for holding people accountable. It's just that, you know, people, I've noticed this pattern, you know, when Tinashe worked with him and she damn near had to walk back. You know her feeling like oh you know he was somebody on my list i wanted to work with and you know the label didn't force me to do this i wanted to do this he came into the studio heard the song he wanted to get on it we did the video that was really cool i enjoyed it you know i i was grateful for it thankful you know yada 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 right she had to walk that back to where chris brown ended up coming after her and he came after her and it it was really didn't make him look too good either coming after her because again that's a woman you're a man It's just that he was coming after her because he most likely probably felt slighted. He probably felt like, well, damn, you wasn't feeling this type of way when I hopped on the song. And he probably most likely also felt like he was used because let's be real here. Male R&B is still going to perform better than female R&B. Yes, we have Summer Walker, who sells. We have Ari Lennox, who sells. We have, of course, my girl, Mariah the Scientist, who does good. You got Janai Eco She does good. Hell, SZA, isn't she still sitting at, like, number one on somebody's chart? Like, she's still, like, SOS, baby. Look, she drops this deluxe. We ain't getting an album for probably 10 years at this point. She wants to make sure we are musically fed and that she can drop the videos when she wants to because uh, she shot that video uh, for the song, Low. I don't know when that's coming out because we got the Kill Bill video. but Or maybe she's trying to pull a Beyonce and film like a video for every song. I don't know. But I say that to say that the girls are performing. The girls are giving. You got Chloe and Hotley Again, they're giving. Tinashe, She's giving normani when she decides to really be serious about music but that's due to the label whole another conversation she's gives, she gives but when it comes to you know black which is spelled like six black, but it's black so i'm gonna let him have that when it comes to artists like him and give and lucky day and christopher maurice brown and i'm trying to think of who else is uh, out here doing it like a notable name can't really no. I already said get beyond. Oh shit! The weekend. Um, which yeah, he does more pop, but he he definitely he still does R and B. When it comes to these guys, they these guys, they're going to sell more than the women. Here's the thing: since the moment Chloe, I'm not even going to say went solo because that would imply that her and her sister broke up. They didn't. They are just doing you know different things in their career. They're not attached to the hip like they were. And Chloe is trying to find her sound as a solo artist. Outside of her and her sister's music, so of course everybody was holding Chloe to this standard and to their vision of how they thought her solo music should go, as if they were her manager. None of you guys are her manager. None of y'all are her A and R. None of you guys are even a part of the label that she is signed to. None of y'all are working at Parkwood nor Columbia. You guys are not a part of these labels. You are the con- you are you are the consumer. Know your place know your place you are the consumer you're at the low-key no offense because i'm a consumer as well but we're not on that you know high level of the totem pole baby we are practically at the bottom okay you guys have been dragging her since you know lord have mercy since treat me like i treat me since you know surprise since for the night all of her singles that are not going to be on my album by the way y'all have dragged the fuck out of her Then when she performs, because again, she's a performer. I know a lot of y'all are used to the girls who don't really perform much. They just stand there and sing, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, you know, she's a performer. She is being, she is one of Beyonce's protégés. Therefore, she's going to low-key emulate what her, you know, mentor does. Because Beyonce performs, just like Tina Turner performed. Michael Jackson, performed. Whitney Houston, performed. Prince, performed. Hmm? These people performed. They performed. Hell, Millie Jackson, performed. Patti LaBelle, performs. Okay? Like, the, there are people who perform. Perform, 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 perform. And people be like, oh, all these theatries that she's doing, they ain't that serious, and da-da-da. And why is she singing like that? Because she is a trained singer. Who can? When you are a trained singer and you're singing like those opera notes, because your voice is full, you're, you have you know your you got your vocals developed. Like yo, like a lot a lot of y'all need to talk to a vocal coach. You know what I'm saying? Well, even though I'm probably sure you couldn't afford one because you're broke. But anyway, that's another conversation for never. But you guys have hated her since the moment she dropped. Lord have mercy, y'all have hated that girl. And my thing is, you guys are not even streaming this album, nor are you guys going to stream this album, but you're going to talk shit about it. How about you shift your focus to those unpaid, overdue light bills and your rent? Because I'm pretty sure the same people who are dragging her are the same ones going to the Renaissance tour, which is no shade, because I'm going to, but the same ones who are dragging her are going to the tour of her said mentor. So by that logic, you guys secretly hate Beyonce, but... You don't want to admit that. So instead, you're going to take your hate for her out on one of her protégés. Chloe, again, is finding her sound. She is in her fucking 20s. Y'all act like she's been in this game for like 30, 40 years and is still giving you, you know, hits like she's 21, 18, 19, whatever. She's literally in her 20s. You guys are not her desired market. You guys are not her target audience. Let's be real. Y'all got shit 345 jobs y'all got the kids y'all got the baby daddy the ex-husband the ex-wife whatever y'all got other shit going on you know what I'm saying trying to learn about real estate through these scam artists online baby y'all it's off of fucking Instagram getting scammed by these damn motherfuckers who say that they they know about real estate and shit baby when i tell you shift your focus shift your focus but also going back to the main point just to pivot a little bit With this whole thing with Chris Brown, it seems like whenever he works with a black woman, hmm, a black American woman, because when he worked with Ella May, I didn't see any of this controversy. Is it because she's British? Is it because she's from across the pond? Because, again, the pattern is Tinashe, Normani, Chloe. Y'all see the pattern here? I mean, hell, even him and Jannera Ika, well, she's... Not all the way black. She is, she is multiracial. Uh, so she doesn't, she, she don't count. She don't count. But when it comes to Tinashe, Normani, and Chloe, they get the brunt of the anger that is really aimed at him. So you guys take your anger out on him on these women. And then it's like, y'all wonder why, but y'all are not, but again, y'all are the same ones not supporting the albums, not supporting the singles, not supporting the EPs, but y'all got the nerve to complain and drag, and y'all wonder why a lot of these artists really don't want to do this anymore. They would rather just go back to being regular, but baby, you're famous now, so do you really want to bump into fucking Chloe and Holly at somebody's fucking UPS? Do you really want to bump into, you know, fucking Ari Lennox at Trader Joe's? Like, you know what i'm saying like and i'm not talking about oh you bumped into them because you know y'all were shopping and you know you saw them shopping no sweetheart i'm talking about they are working there okay come on now it's like you guys like to bully these artists so bad And I don't know where this weird-ass energy comes from, because I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all were bullied growing up. Or maybe y'all were the bullies, and now that you're an adult, you're still choosing to be a bully. Sweetheart, the bullies always get checked eventually. Debo caught a brick to the face in Friday. I don't know if y'all, like, recall that, but, like, the bullies oftentimes get their asses beat brutally. So I say that to say y'all love to bully these girls who are working with him and then say, oh, their labels are forcing them and their managers and their teams are forcing them. Look, I don't know what to believe, because again, believe none of what you see and half of what you hear. If Tanasha said that he was on her list, not the label's list, not her team's list, not her manager's list, but her list of people to work with, that was her decision. Normani, she simply just appeared in one of his music videos. Hell, Cassie just appeared in one of Chris Brown's recent songs with, uh, what's that boy's name? Jack Harlow. Are y'all finna drag Cassie? Like, is she finna get dragged too? Or does she get a pass? Like, Janelle Eco and Ella Mae got a pass. Because, again, I'm noticing the pattern here. I am noticing the pattern here i'm noticing the pattern here if they are not a foreign black woman or if they are racially ambiguous but got a tiny tiny bit of black so black folks fuck with them to a degree oh they get a pass but if you are Tanasha, and hell Tanasha is biracial and y'all still went after her but y'all stay going after her for the whole nother conversation y'all fake love that girl y'all don't really fucking love her and for the ones who do love her shout out to y'all i don't i don't know what the fan base is called uh the tash Tinasheans. I don't know, child. If I, gave you a name, I gave you fan base a name, girl. If that's, if that's their name, I don't know. But again, Tinashe, Normani, Chloe Bailey, there is a pattern here that we need to unpack. There is a pattern here we need to unpack because why is it you guys feel the need to come after these girls? Sweetheart, if you have to wake up at 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, 6 in the morning to get to work by 9, Chloe is not, you're, you know, you're not Chloe's target audience. If you are, you know, to once or twice divorced and still trying to make shit work in your love life all while still trying to rebuild your life because maybe you got hit with your second Saturn return, you're not in Chloe Bailey's target audience. If you are you know, finding yourself eating nothing but bonbons and watching daytime TV. And, you know, by the way, they they have canceled uh, Judge Mathis, as I said in the previous segment. You are not a part of Chloe Bailey's target audience. And here's the get your gotcha part right here. Whenever Chris Brown is not mentioned like ever when he's off minding his business, it's quiet on social media. The moment that man breathes or farts, you guys are on it like white on rice. It's like, uh, you, make it make sense. If someone is canceled to you, every time they pop up after that, why do you feel like you have to be the first to talk about it? Why? Why do you feel like you have to be the first to talk about it? If they are canceled like you say they are, and when they do pop up, you should just keep scrolling. You shouldn't pay it any mind. But see, it's because you guys feel as though, oh, I have to say something. I just have to say something. Why? Well, because, no, no, no. Why? 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 Because you just feel the need to say something? Because y'all fail to remember that it was a cop from the LAPD who had leaked those photos of Rihanna, sold those photos to the tabloids to get a check. The, the, those photos were not, a, were not released by a doctor or anything. Those were leaked. And you know they've pat they've made up they've forgiven you each- she has forgiven him he has she I don't know if he's forgiven himself because I can't speak on that but she forgave him and they you know kept it pushing they're cool hell in his documentary that I believe is on Netflix still he talked about how he felt that he had to take the brunt of that situation in order for her star to rise and grow he he basically is saying that he took the fall even though I don't really understand the logic behind that, 'cause because it's like dude you did what you did to her so i it's not a matter of you took the fall it's like bruh it was a it was accountability you know but that also again goes into how we coddle black men when they are well into their 30s 40s 50s and you know all the way to the damn grave hell if y'all could y'all motherfuckers would cradle them in their graves cradle and coddle them in their graves we coddle black men so much because we have been programmed and trained to feel like we have to protect black men at all costs even though a lot of these black men don't even bother trying to protect the black women the black children they damn sure don't give a fuck about the lgbtq unless they are fucking or getting fucked by us holding on the conversation <laughs> with all that laden uh you know all that laden bisexuality that's sitting up in them anti-way we are taught that we have to protect them at all costs but in that protecting them, we drop the ball on holding them accountable and responsible for their actions and not reminding them that your actions do have consequences. If you fuck up when you are in your... I mean, because here's the thing, when you're in your 20s, because I'm 28 right now, you're going to make mistakes, you know what I'm saying? But when you do something on a level and a magnitude like what he did, because there's a lot of women who who are abuse victims, you know what I'm saying? And they're not famous, their partner isn't famous, you know, and they... Are not a Rihanna, and they probably will never forgive their abuser, and they shouldn't have to. Rihanna did that shit for herself. And I feel like a lot of people feel like, well, she can forgive him all she wants to. I ain't never gonna forgive him. What did Chris Brown do to you personally? If you are not Caruchi Tran or Rihanna or any other women that he has victimized, because again, we're gonna hold him accountable. If you're not any of these other women, what has he done to you? Think quickly. What has he done to you? Think quickly. Because if he's done nothing, nothing to you, you know, you can't get mad because he didn't read your fucking DM. Who are you? Like, if he has done nothing to you personally, you have to let that rage go. Because whoever you are really mad at, Chris Brown isn't him. Whoever you're really mad at, Chris Brown isn't them. You need to figure that out instead of projecting and you know bleeding out metaphorically speaking onto this celebrity who is so detached from society that he doesn't really give too much of a fuck but y'all are literally damn near getting hypertension and raising y'all blood pressures through the roof getting angry about this shit if you're not gonna buy the song that's okay because again y'all don't fuck with chloe's music no way y'all look and what y'all look for a reason to hate that girl when she's loving on herself, she's giving herself that self-affirmation, that self-confidence because she's been attached to the hip with her sister Holly for a long fucking time. Now Holly's over here doing what she's doing. She's a little mermaid. Chloe's over here doing what she's doing. They're both still acting. They're doing music. They're, you know what I'm saying? But they're not together right now. But it's like, yo, she's trying to find herself again outside of her sister, bruh. She is trying to find herself outside of her sister and find herself within this music industry. Some days she may wake up and feel like she's, you know, vibing off some Doja Cat energy. Some days she may wake up and feel like she's vibing off some Summer Walker energy. Some days she may wake up and feel like, you know what, Hmm, let me get into that Mariah the Scientist bag. Some day she may wake up and be like, bitch, I'm Beyonce's protege. Let me tap into that Beyonce bag. And she creates this music and it's for the people who love her. It's for the supporters and fans of her. If you're not a fan of hers when it comes to her solo music, just shut the fuck up. And wait until her and her sister get back together. Again, look to your neighbor. Neighbor, neighbor. Shut the fuck up and wait until Chloe re- and gets back with her sister Holly and they announce that they are releasing music again. Tell your neighbor that today. Tell him, neighbor, neighbor. Shut the fuck up and just wait until Chloe and Holly drop some new music. Because... The anger that y'all carry is so unneeded. Again, there's real life shit going on. Shift your focus. There is real shit going on. Real deal motherfucking Holyfield. Real life shit going on. Curb your, you know what? Just like curb your enthusiasm, bitch, curb your focus. We can announce, not announce, we can acknowledge Chris Brown and his fuck-ups. And at a certain point, we need to shift our focus. Like people are so hell-bent on focusing on these celebrities that it's like, baby, did you make sure you checked on those eggs? Did Is the milk in your fridge expired? Because again, eggs is on a way to cost $9,000 at this point. Milk is about to cost $10,000. Bread is costing $12,000. Sweetheart, shit is going up shit is going crazy there's a mass exodus of people leaving california right now and going either to texas or nevada or new mexico or hell even shit people who maybe left chicago are coming back here or going to atlanta it's like people are leaving these coastal areas from the upper east coast with you know the tri-state down to florida leaving these places and coming inward and and or just you know up further into the south there's other shit going on. They're talking about Project Blue Beam. They're talking about alien invasions. The whole Korea thing with China, Korea, Russia, Ukraine. It's like Joe Biden is giving out more money to everybody except fucking Americans, bruh. At least like Trump has was giving out fucking uh, not refund checks. But God damn it, we was getting checks with that motherfucker. It wasn't. I mean, well, fuck that. Not that it wasn't much because that definitely was uh, that was good for me. But it's like, this motherfucker don't give a fuck up. We got a president who don't give a fuck about us. We got a president who is the equivalent of, you put your trust in a nigga stupid hoe, how you figure. And we, the Americans, are the stupid hoes in this in this equation, in this metaphor. Babe, we got pastors who got a middle part in their hair that never ends, wearing their grandmother's fashion, talking about the Renaissance tour is a great... You're being initiated? It's like, girl, we got a lot of shit really going on here. Like, we really got a lot of shit going on here, y'all. I need y'all to understand that it's motherfuckers out here who are so hellbent on focusing on celebrities that they are taking away from the focus on other things in their life. If you care that much about victims of abuse, why not try to find ways to help them? Not the celebrities, because they will get the help that they need. Unless they are Krishan Rock, which, you know, hey, y'all just pray for the HUD. That's all I'm going to say. But if y'all care that much about abuse victims, shift your focus on actually helping them. If you care that fucking much, you would then find solutions to help people who you know, because I know that y'all know people in y'all life. If you yourself are not a victim. And I'm not saying this to drag, y'all. I'm not saying this to do none of that. Because as y'all can see in my tone, this is real serious. It's just... Oh, sorry. Mm, God damn it. I'm so sorry, y'all. Excuse me. It's just the hate for this girl has got to stop. When you walk around with so much hate in your heart, do you know what that does to you psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, and physically? Hell, it's like carrying stress. It's like y'all wake up stressed behind Chloe Bailey. Like the moment y'all see, first of all, if y'all hate that girl that much, stop following her. See, the same way that you can mute certain words, phrases, names, and terms, and all that stuff, verbs, predicates, adjectives, all of that stuff, the way you can mute words on social media, I need all of y'all to do that. Go into your settings on Twitter and mute Chloe's name. That way, way, when it does pop up, damn, when it does pop up, you won't even know. Unless you click on the thing that says, oh, this uh, tweet contains a a word that you muted. And you view it, and it's like, oh, damn, that's Chloe. Because just the mere mention of her name, the mere utter of it. It's just like Jason that... (laughs) Like, baby, it's just like if you whisper her name, motherfuckers just get... Like, I can't believe that bitch. Like, Like, baby, y'all turn into some damn demonic pigs. Like... What is y'all's problem? Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. The, there was another train derailment, not just the one in Ohio, but there was another one. I believe what in Michigan too, nigga. Like, what what was that chemical that got released? Vinyl chloride or something? it was something chloride that got released during that uh, explode that train derailment and explosion in Ohio. Can we focus our our? Can we shift our focus on that? There's literally, like I told y'all earlier in the show, there is a drug that is turning, there's rotten, rottening, rotting people's fucking skin, turning them into zombies. Resident Evil style, Left for Dead style, nigga, like, Dawn of the Dead is upon us, bitch, Night of the Living Dead is here, ho Like, what the fuck is y'all problem? God damn, y'all focus on too much shit. It's like all this, who's the greatest? Oh, I think this person's the greatest. Oh, top five, dead or alive. Bitch, everybody finna be dead or alive in a fucking minute, nigga. The fuck is y'all problem? I just, I just really wish y'all would shift y'all damn focus. Every day, y'all look for a reason to hate somebody. Every day, y'all look for somebody to fucking drag. Every day. Like, God damn. Like, baby, I already know that, child, when my time comes... You know, and I got more eyes on me, child. I'm gonna have to give somebody else my damn social media accounts. Fuck that. It's like, here, you can use this. Yeah, Jay, just promote shit. There's that, there's that on that shit. Uh, oh, shit. I'm just have to just just have my little closed circle. Just only talking to my closed circle shit. Create a Discord and be like, look, if y'all wanna talk to me, here. But the moment it's a hater, ban them, ban and block them. Fuck them. Like, because that's the thing, too. Chloe ain't even really on Twitter like that no more. She's only on her Discord with her fans. Like, whoever is dropping her the stuff on social media, or maybe she d- maybe she does drop the stuff on her social media and then goes on about her day, shout out to her. But she's on Discord now, because y'all literally sk- ran that girl off Twitter. Megan, she another one that I don't think is going to come back to Twitter. She may just fuck around and start a Discord herself, and just, again, let somebody else run the socials. But she herself, Yeah. I think she's another one that's going to just say fuck social media because y'all are so unnecessarily cruel. And I guess it's all of the anger that y'all have for y'all bosses and for capitalism and the, the systems that, you know, keep us down and keep their boots on our necks. I'm pretty sure y'all take all of y'all the aggression out on celebrities because y'all feel like, oh, look at this bitch being free. Look at this bitch doing whatever the fuck they want to. Look at this bitch, you know, releasing songs that ain't nobody fucking asked for. But I'm in the club shaking my ass to it. Look at this bitch doing this. Look at this bitch in Vogue. Look at this Look, at this bitch doing these magazines and shit. Who the fuck she thinks she is? Look at this bitch winning awards. Look at this bitch performing at this basketball game. Look at this bitch performing at the Super Bowl. Look at this bitch releasing some makeup products that my broke ass finna buy. Oh, look at this bitch releasing some lingerie that ain't nobody asked for, but me and my nigga finna get a pair. Oh, look at this bitch dropping this. Oh, look at this bitch dropping concert tickets that I am finna buy and then joke about how I skip my light bill when I know that bitch is overdue. But I want to go see so-and-so just so I can also hate them too from outside the club and inside the club, bitch. Mm. Look at this. Like, that's literally how y'all wake up. Like, y'all have so much anger in y'all. I pray that y'all release that. I pray that y'all heal. I pray that y'all find peace. Invite the spirit of peace into your house and watch what happens. Invite the spirit of joy into your house and watch what happens. Invite the spirit of calm and tranquility into your home and watch what happens. Invite those spirits in because a lot of y'all are are definitely dealing with the spirits of anger, disarray, and pure chaos. And it ain't cute and it ain't beaut or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? It ain't cute, bitch. I need y'all to invite the spirits of prosperity into your life, the spirit of wealth, the spirit of, you know, of manageable debt, the spirit of, I don't need to be buying Gucci and, and, you know, instead maybe I should invest in it and invite smart spirits into your house, not the dumb ones. Hire you, you know, a good a good hoodoo practitioner that, that knows how to make some bay rum and have them wash down the walls in your homes. Because I guarantee you, it'll probably help you. Have them consecrate your damn homes. How about you concentrate your home, your goddamn self? Because I guarantee you that might help you with feeling different. Because y'all just, (laughs) like every day y'all wake up like that, for real, for real. Y'all wake up, grab your phones, and you're looking for the thing, something to be angry about. Did you brush your teeth? Did you use a tongue scraper? Did you floss? Did you use the mouthwash? Did you use Oxy pulling provided by uh, Gardner's Garden, a black-owned business? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Did you, did you take care of yourself? Did you do your skincare routine? Oh, no, that's why you look like a damn. That's why you look like Sub-Zero in the face. Oh, okay. It's giving frosty victory, bitch. Like, it, it, the fuck is your problem? Y'all need help. You nicks need help. H-E-L-P. Y'all need help y'all are just so angry, so full of anger. I I I pray for y'all. I, I pray for y'all that y'all find peace. Look, if, you know, if y'all don't like the song, you don't like it. If you're gonna fuck with it, you're gonna fuck with it. Either way, Chloe gonna be fine, Chris Brown gonna be fine. You know? It's just every time he's mentioned, you know, it, it's just, and I feel bad for the girls, for the ladies because they, it's like, whether it's a, a female rapper or a singer, y'all hate these girls. Especially these uh, female rappers, baby. Give it six months, Hell, y'all done already started turning on Glorilla. I'm pretty sure y'all gonna turn on uh, Lola Brooke next. Y'all gonna turn on, damn, who else? Because y'all like somebody else. Hell, y'all gonna, damn, the name just slipped my fucking mind, yo. But I know who I'm talking about. hell, y'all stay turning on Lotto. Like, y'all turn on these girls after six fucking months. Y'all be like, oh, this boring. Oh, this is the same flow. Y'all bitches is boring. Then y'all be praying for an artist that shall not be named to come through and quote-unquote save y'all. It's like, baby, pray to Jesus to save you, bitch. What is celebrity going to save you from, bitch? They're not going to save your broke ass from poverty. They need your bum ass to stay down there. The fuck? You think they want to see your ass in a Met Gala? At the fucking BET Awards? At the fucking NAACP Image Awards? At a fucking Alexander McQueen show? Alexander Wayne show? Uh, like, bitch, what? Girl, nobody wants to see your broke ass. Not even at the fucking concerts that they have to perform at that will choose whatever but maybe i don't really want to see your bro ain't nobody coming no one damn for damn shame come to see you otis but you broke your ass anyway y'all let me know y'all thoughts on this whole situation with chloe bailey again i really wish people would leave that girl to fuck alone because she don't bother nobody i could see if she was out here being a total gutter snipe trash bot bitch but that's not her from what i not that i know of but you know it's just like god damn like y'all <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, again, y'all turn on these girls so bad, and they are already up against enough as is in a male-dominated industry. Y'all see how the niggas turned on Meg, the same niggas who are mad because, you know, the stallion didn't want to fuck them. Child, you think anybody want to fuck you bumpy dick-ass, sweaty dick ass skid marking your scared-marking-your-draws-ecosystem-having-ass niggas? You think anybody want to fuck you freaky weird-ass weird ass oh i oh real man gotta wear dark underwear because you know the skid to have the skid marks and draws it's like R- ray j what is your problem bruh are you trying to tell us something do you have a scat fetish a scat fetish what is going on like damn nigga wipe and wash your ass like every every time you look look around ray j talking about the same shit literally the same shit swear child y'all, y'all niggas need to get checked out for real for it god damn sometimes i wish Pac and biggie was around maybe they could smack some of you niggas up. not even smack y'all up but have a a uh, damn a brotherhood conference a brotherly love rap and r&b conference and pull you niggas in and be like look we have a special guest here ayana vanzans <laughs> and she will help y'all to get it together because not on my watch not on my watch like girl maybe y'all need one of them moments like damn shit maybe the next rock nation brunch need to be like a <laughs> fucking brotherly love conference to pull you niggas together shit Pull yourself, shit, fuck pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps. It's called wash your drawers and wash your ass. And so you girls out there and you women, you grown-ass women who be dragging Chloe, look, worry about them skid marks on your sheets that you got to clean out from your nigga. Because you definitely are not a part of Chloe's targeted audience. Okay? (laughs) But anyway, we'll be right back after these messages, y'all. Thank y'all again for tuning in to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. Ciao. Mm-mm-mm. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G., Black and Ugly as Ever, However. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for, for the people by the people. This is like Fubu 2.0 black and ugly it's everything that you think it's not be sure to head on over there and let them know that the royal hour prince onyx sent you and welcome back to the royal hour podcast with your good guy here prince onyx so um one thing i ever got to mention in that whole chris brown situation too with Chloe Bailey was how Keeley Williams found herself coming out of nowhere when it's like, Girl, you the last time you were relevant, aside for three O W and the Cheetah Girls, was the B E T show Encore with, you know, all the girl well, not girl groups, but the singers who came from groups, uh minus Nivea uh, from back in the nineties and the early 2000s you know what I'm saying, coming together to make an album and of course, you know, we all saw how that worked out but it's like girl you came out of nowhere trying to drag him and it's just like bruh here's the thing again we can hold this man accountable we can because hell remember tokyo uh vanity how she had held him accountable for the colorism that her and her you know her homegirls had experienced at the club when like oh he just wanted light-skinned girls in the section so the dark-skinned women brown-skinned women couldn't get in well, apparently, one of the girls from that event, from from the few years ago that that happened, she finally came out and spoke out about it. But here's my thing too with her: it's just like, girl, you just now saying something. Were you under some type of NDA that you couldn't speak for that long? Because this that happened what in like 2018, 2016, 20? It happened a while ago. Like it was definitely before the pandemic. Uh, but it happened a while ago. And so, it's just like, girl, now you're speaking out? Girl, you and your 15 minutes of fame on the shade room, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Keely Williams, girl, shut up. Because you the same when you assaulted Notori. You assaulted her from your group 3 w throwing fucking KFC at her, and then you and your mama and your sister kicked her out of the car and just drove off, you know, drove off away from her and just left her for, left her for dead, metaphorically speaking. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, and then even... You had beef with Raven Simone during the Cheetah Girls, the second one when y'all were in what Spain was it or when y'all I believe the second movie they were overseas or whatever or they were somewhere and Lynn Whitfield, the Lynn Whitfield, had to step in and stop Raven Simone from beating your ass, like girl, yeah I believe they were over in another country too, like girl she had to stop her from beating your ass because what you was trying to allegedly out her or whatever for being gay. It's like girl, truth be told, Keely, you have come after women. There's again another pattern. There's another pattern. You are somebody who comes after women who are more talented than you, whether it is Natari Nun, uh, you know, Nodden or uh, Raven S- Simone, or in this case, Simone Ye. You know, you you come after these women, you know, when y'all were younger. And now it's funny how Adrian Bailon and Natori have patched things up. And you and Raven, y'all were on that live where it was, when, you know, live had ended or when you had clicked out or whatever after y'all talked about it. You know, Raven was just laughing, and she and it was one of them laughs where it was like, "This bitch really, (laughs) this bitch don't know." Like, you lucky that we on live and not having a personal phone call because you know we're public figures. Even though I'm the bigger public figure than you, it's like that was one of them laughs of. This bitch really thinks she good in these streets. Girl, get the fuck out of here. Let me eat this fucking uh, peanut butter and jelly roll that I made my da- my goddamn self without the crust, bitch. Cutting the damn crust off. It's like, girl, I- I'm focused on me. I still got my Cosby show money that ain't never being touched, even though at this point raven Simone or simone girl, you need to go ahead and spend that money because you can't take it with you wherever you going. Like, I mean, unless you wanted to go to your white wife, but that's another conversation. I mean, like, girl, it's okay to touch that money. Like, it's okay to touch that money because I'm pretty sure the syndication checks have kicked back in for everybody before the whole Me Too situation with Mr. Cosby. I'm pretty sure those checks have kicked in, kicked back in. So, you know, it's like, girl, invest that money in something. Hell, so, you know, hell, invest it in Kiki Palmer's um, network. He'll invested in me, bitch. He'll invested in P Nerdy Film Productions. The felt like invested in black artists that are coming up and need somebody who has their back and believes in them and has the money to believe in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, it's okay to touch that money. Like, it, it you literally can't take it with you when you go to the damn pearly gates of heaven. Like, it ain't like God gonna be like, girl, you got your deposit. Like, it don't work like that. You don't need a damn deposit or to be on the damn VIP RSVP list to get into heaven. It's like, girl 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 fuck out of here like girl Uh, it's just like i get it i can respect her for not touching her money and pissing it away and blowing it off but in the same breath it's like girl you can touch that money it's not coming with you like you are raven simone yay formerly known as simone you'll be fine like you i promise you you'll be fine sis you'll be fine you'll be fine But anyway, y'all, I just wanted to talk about that for a second because I'm like, damn, I did forget about that. As soon as I had hit end record on that segment, I'm like, fuck, I forgot to talk about Keely ads. Because Chris Brown had dragged her, to on Instagram story, which it was funny because, of course, he bought up her lisp. You know, the broken pymethyst, pymethyst. Like, which girl? We, We can all play that record back. You had a lisp. And it was very heavy back then. Um, even though you shouldn't be made made fun of because it is a speech impediment, which I believe counts as a form of a disability to a degree. It's just you know what it is for you because of your personality and how mean you were to Notori and to Raven, it's like, yo, these these are two girls, well, young you know, these are two women who are people's favorites you know what i'm saying people still love them people like them even raven simone when she was having her identity crisis and talking about how she was from every continent in africa and one continent in europe and some shit like or every continent in europe you know when she was having just a moment which i'm starting to think girl maybe she was just acting and playing a character i don't know uh but she was definitely having a moment and clearly she's no longer having that moment uh so i'm just gonna leave her alone on that because hey it is what it is but again more sad news you guys and this is coming from variety and this one hurts this one hurts if you guys have been listening to me this long y'all are gonna know that this one hurts but in my heart of hearts i felt it coming so this is from variety and this is february 21st Southside has been canceled at HBO Max after three seasons. Southside has been canceled after three seasons at HBO Max. The comedy series following Simon and Kareem, best friends who just graduated from community college and are ready to take over the world, but are stuck working at a rent-to-own furniture store until they do. MTV Entertainment Studios produced the series. Executive producers, uh, which are the um, which are the brothers uh, who play Simon, they who play um, Simon. And then oh, I forgot the other characters' names, but basically, because it's a family affair with the cast, but um, you know, they basically produced it along with a bunch of other people. And while HBO Max will not, and this is a statement, while HBO Max will not be moving forward with the fourth season of Southside, we are so proud of the rich world Bashir um Saladun, uh, Saladinin and the others have created. Um An HBO Max spokesperson has said, confirming that the series would not be moving forward. We thank them and Michael Bel- Bendelin and Tony Hernandez and the supremely talented cast and crew and our partners at MTV Entertainment Studios. For three seasons, the beloved series balanced cutting hyper-local social commentary about life on the south side of Chicago with silly, sometimes zany humor. The statement continues. The result was a wholly unique, ambitious, and fearless comedy that could speak to everyone living the American dream. Shot on location out in Inglewood, a neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. The series hailed from an interconnected cast and crew. Uh, from the brothers who created it, who um, f- to one brother who plays the officer, Goodnight, and the other brother who plays, well, the other friend of theirs who plays Alderman Allen Gale, um, and then you got the Officer Goodnight's uh, wife, who plays his partner, his police partner on the show, Officer Turner, to um, their sister, Officer Goodnight and Simon's sister, who plays Stacy, a rent-to-own employee, to the young twin, uh, Quincy Young, played by Quincy, the manager of RTO. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's unfortunate, you know, like the season one, the first season of Southside premiered on Comedy Central in July of 2019 and was later renewed for a second season, which then ended up moving to HBO Max along with the other two. Season two premiered in November 2021 and season three arrived in December of 2022. And it's really unfortunate because I kept saying like, well, I hope the Southside makes the cut. I hope they make the cut. I hope they make the cut. But now let me go back in time for y'all for a minute. For those of y'all who have not checked out the recent episode, it was from it was from last month, where I talked about you know Hollywood. Are we cutting back or are we cutting black? It really seems like, and even um, this the writer whose show had got canceled from H uh, from AMC, they had pulled back the green light on the show, the Damascus show or Demarcus show. He recently had tweeted last night. Let me see if I can pull it up here for you guys. Give me like one second. Because he brought up a great fucking point, and I just was like, oh, okay, like, you know, because it's like, even he sees the fucking writing on the raw, like, the shit is so fucking obvious, y'all, it's disgusting. Like, the shit is so obvious that it's just like, yo, again, you know, okay, so here it is. <clears throat> uh, and Kirk writes, it's, this is from writes 79 from Twitter, the reality is, shows get canceled all the time. But I have a theory about what shows are being canceled, what's being saved, and which shows are being bought and actually put into production. It has to do with overall deals. I just need to do some research to support it. And I'm looking forward to him breaking down that in a further thread. Because that's the thing, when you get an overall deal, I feel like that protects you from this shit that's going on. Like a lot of people, whenever you see that a writer has scored like a first look deal or an overall deal pay attention to those things. Research those things. YouTube is free, Google is free. Research these things. And that and I'm speaking to myself too to research these things because when they offer you these deals, there has to be something in those clause, in the contract, some type of clauses to where it's like, "Hey, if shit hits the fan and we start canceling shit like crazy, you're safe." These other motherfuckers between you and I Look, some of them, on they, uh, all of them is on the chopping block. We just picking who we going to save first and whoever we don't. Girl, here's your pink slip. We enjoyed our time together because at the end of the day, this is a business. Yes, shows do get canceled. It does happen. But when you notice the fucking pattern, it's mainly happening to black people and non black people it's happening to us again judge mathis and the people's court you have a black judge and a latina judge those shows got canceled granted yes um what was the name island byron byron Allen byron allen came through and scooped up judge mathis for another show to you know to best of so judge mathis will still be on tv that's great but the people's court what's going to happen to that? It's probably nothing nobody's going to probably save it with telemundo is not going to come through for her like you know what i'm saying like it just goes to show that like they are picking and choosing who to save. Hell the Minks, which had a diverse cast, black, white, latino, jewish, all of it had a diverse cast. They got the boot. They got the axe over at HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? But thankfully they're on Stars now. And I'm hoping that, you know what, the South Side, they their best bet is to hit up Stars or Showtime or who, you know what I'm saying, like someone will want to produce them. They are a raunchy comedy, so it's definitely a niche market. It's a mature audience. No, your children should not be watching that show unless you are watching it with them. But, you know, I'm saying because they were with Comedy Central and then that had, you know, whatever happened where they renewed them, but they ended up going to HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Comedy Central would be interested in stepping in the ring, but I'm pretty sure either Showtime or Stars somebody's going to want to pick them up. So you know for me it's just like damn once again we here we are with more and more cancellations because also kirk had went on to say when somebody had tweeted to him um this was tonya renee Statham, she had said ah that link does make sense i would love to read your findings once you do find out with the side eye emojis looking like ooh you know like, ooh, i can't wait <laughs> and he said nothing in this business ever makes sense But I do think certain people are more likely to get their shows greenlit, especially in this climate, if the studio is already paying them a salary, to which she replied, true. And so my thing is, because it's like he was, and I could tell, you know what I'm saying? Black people, we speak in code heavily. And so I could tell who he was talking about, the certain people whose shows are getting saved, who's getting saved and who's not at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, we notice the pattern. We notice the pattern we notice the pattern like this the industry has not been the same since the 90s since the 2000s you know that's when i was like really around you know what i'm saying when i was like coming up but even further before i came into into this world into existence like the industry of yesteryear is is gone for certain it's fucking gone because the powers that be have shifted you have a lot of people who have come into the business not so much having an artistic bone in their body or really caring about the creatives at all they're more so focused on the business the business the business the business the business the business business. and it's just like damn what does this say for you know like what does this say for us because it's crazy how and i don't know if you guys have noticed this pattern either i don't know if you guys have noticed this pattern either but you know social media for example with the way you know now Elon Musk owns Twitter and he's a crypto bro. Um, and now YouTube, there is another crypto friendly, you know, in other words, a crypto bro who then stepped into the ring. And now he's the new CEO of YouTube, which really doesn't sit well with a lot of people because YouTube has been going under so much scrutiny. Thanks to Susan Wojcicki, who is now stepping down and she was one of the most prominent women in tech. And one of Google's earliest employees. Now she's leaving the company, and so in her place they have Neil Mohan, her longtime lieutenant. And again, he's a crypto bro, so you can't really trust him. So Lord only knows what's gonna happen to YouTube. Like we are seeing what's happening with Twitter. Now you got Facebook and Instagram. They're offering. They're starting to offer paid subscription accounts. So basically, paid to be verified. If listen, listen. If you gotta pay to be fucking verified. That tells me everything I need to know about you and how pathetic you are. That tells me everything I need to know about you because there are people like who are legit that are not verified. Like, for example, what's her name? Ice Spice. I don't even think she's still verified on Twitter, even though she rose to fame now, you know, in the midst of Elon being, you know, the CEO. So, you know, it ain't like that's her fault, but it's like she's not verified, but everybody knows her. You know, when you see her tweeting, it's her, it's her account. Um, not the little you know fans and crazy psychos and trolls and shit like that. You know when it's her versus when it's not. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you know I don't see her having to pay for that shit. If anything, she could just like go to Twitter and get verified. Even though I don't know, shall maybe she might have to pay for it. Like that's the thing. If you have to pay for it because of what's going on right now, that's one thing. But if you are a fucking nobody who's now paying to have that little blue check mark next to your name. That tells me everything I need to know about you and how pathetic you are. You know what I'm saying, and I really mean that from the bottom of my fucking heart. But anyway, you know, again, it's like you know, now you got YouTube getting this new CEO who's again a crypto bro. So now we've been, it's going to be a whole bunch of crazy shit going on there, and that's why I'm glad people like Bondi Blue has her own website where because she uploaded all of her videos from YouTube. And put them on her website and you have access to them for a small little fee a uh, subscription fee and it's different tiers it's like three tiers you get the free one then you get the eight dollar one then you got the ten dollar one so well no um it's free and the five dollar tier yes there we go free the five dollar tier then the ten dollar tier so you got all of that right and you get all types of features you know what i'm saying if it's free you of course you of course you don't get what you would get if you paying five dollars a month if you Paying $10, you get everything included from the first two tiers, just like how, you know, Patreon works. But this is why a lot of people are choosing to create their own websites and have their own things going, because the mainstream media and even the shit because YouTube was a form of new media is all under attack. And it makes you wonder, what is the agenda that they're trying to push here? Because, I mean, I'm going to tell you this right now. Euphoria, when they come back, that may be their last season that may be their last season and it'll suck because the season would have already wrapped and let's say they leave us on a cliffhanger in the finale and then next thing you know we get an article of oh hbo max is not moving forward with euphoria it's just like damn you know what i'm saying and then of course game of thrones they're gonna always have a home at hbo max but we know why because who is predominantly casted Okay, I just wanted to make sure we understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's predominantly casted, and who is predominantly behind the scenes, and making these decisions, because, again, they're trying, it's... (laughs) Make America Great Again. And I'll let y'all, you know, put those pieces together. Hollywood is starting to give very much Make America Great Again. So just so that we are crystal clear like the fucking crystal staircase that's fucking shattered right now we see who's getting saved again we see what shows are getting saved what shows are actually getting picked up and it's just like damn it makes me nervous for these shows that have these diverse casts which is also another coded language if you can't pick up on that it makes me terrified for them you know because it's just like damn how fucking bankrupt is hollywood at this point like how broke are these studios going exactly because you can't be going that fucking broke you know what i'm saying like you can't be going that fucking broke if there are still movies and shit being made on and dropped on like amazon prime and shutter and amc plus and bet plus and this plus and that plus and this plus and like bitch you can't be that fucked up your pockets can't be that fucked up versus and compared to the fucking average american because as i said in the last fucking statement joe biden is out here you know, with the United States of Congress sending almost 30 million, 30 billion to the fucking Ukraine. And that is only significant because according to HUD, it would cost only 20 billion to end homelessness in America and 25 billion to end hunger and poverty in America. If that's not a form of reparations that they're holding out on, I don't know what. And you know what? Yes, I am saying reparations predominantly for my people, for us, the blacks, the niggas. You know what I'm saying? This is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. It's still Black History Month. But also to end hunger and poverty and homelessness for every fucking body. All these tent towns in Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Austin, El Paso, you know what I'm saying? Pasadena, fucking L.A., Skid Row, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, boy, 20 fucking billion And all of these tent towns and and Skid Row would be gone. They would vanish. 20 fucking billion. And these homeless people will be taken care of and, and reintegrated back into society, rehabilitated back into society. If only America cared enough about its own fucking citizens, that it treats more like employees than anything. Because we have a president and a vice president. That sounds like some, the equivalent of a working for a company where there's a president and vice president. But in other countries, they have prime ministers. You see the difference in the language, you know what I'm saying? And the positions. It, it's like America is one big fucking corporation and we're all employees, unfortunately, Lee we're all fucking employees you know and it's just like damn like y'all y'all you you just sent over you just sent 30 billion 30 billion to these motherfuckers who can't what they can't fight their own fight like the politics of it it's like y'all got money for war but can't feed the poor as tupac said Y'all got money for wars but can't feed the fucking poor. It's like, bruh, there are people dying over here. There are people mentally psyched out and fucked out and and just losing their minds. You got, again, a fucking drug that's turning people into zombies. They got their fucking skin falling off. Holes all up in their bodies. Looking like they got shot with a fucking shotgun and like, and, and Death Becomes Her or whatever the fuck that damn movie was called where the girl got shot with a shotgun and had a huge hole in her. Like, damn. Like, what the fuck? But you got all this money to send overseas for the foreign countries to save them and then also allow them to immigrate over here and, of course, bring their racism over here and treat all these other people like shit. Now, when they start getting beat, I want to see if y'all pass a bill just like here's the thing. Uh, Y'all protect y'all protected, you know, the whole stop Asian hate thing. I want to see if y'all gonna do that for the Ukrainians who are coming over here with their bullshit, because they're the ones starting bullshit with not just black people, not Asian, not just Asians, not just Latinos, but even white people who are here, because they feel in some type of way, just like how they had left all them Africans in there, wouldn't uh, over in over in the Ukraine, wouldn't let them get on the trains, wouldn't let them escape in the midst of a fucking war, but we want to ignore that, but we're still gonna send them. 20 bill no 30 billion fucking dollars when again the statistics from HUD that's HUD has said that yo it would cost 20 billion to end homelessness in America it would cost 25 billion to end hunger and poverty so that that's not enough though right that's not enough but i thought you politicians cared about your image and looking like the good guy looking like the hero the sheroes. i thought y'all cared about that enough right i guess the fuck not i guess y'all only care enough When it concerns foreign policies and things like that, but domestic issues, nah. The mass shooters that is a form of domestic terrorism, nah. All the shit that's going on with these governors, just you know, trying to erase black queer history and black history and just erase people from history in general, nah. All this other shit, it's like, baby, please follow the money. Always know that there's a fucking plan. Anyway, I don't even know really what to call this segment, y'all. This was just me ranting about various things because. From the cancellations to the financial frustrations, it just America, America has a fucking problem right now, child. Fuck this shit. But you know what? We will be right back, y'all, after these messages, cause poof. I need to do another little. I love look. Sad note. I like to break these segments up for y'all, but also for myself, because if I keep going and going. Look, I rant and rave enough. I don't want to go into that space where it's like, you know, going off like that damn pastor with that middle part in her head that never ends. Okay, time so Ground, it's a great, like, girl, ain't, ain't nobody got time for that shit. Anyway, I will be right back after these messages. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Just wanted to remind you again, and thank you all for tuning in to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. Please be sure to leave a five star rating and comments and feedback. I love that. But also, more importantly, it helps with pushing me and the show and my royal court, you all and my lovely guests who I have on here from time to time through the algorithm. Doing that helps all of us win in the grand scheme of things. So again, thank you for tuning in and be sure to leave a rating and tell a friend to tell a friend and leave a comment. We at the Royal Hour Podcast love you guys for that and we thank you and appreciate you all tremendously. Thank you. Alrighty, and let's get back to the show. And welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. So when I tell y'all that in my heart of hearts, I truly believe that men, be they straight or gay, and I say this as a gay black man, as a black gay man, as a man in general, a lot of these men are not only psychopathics, but they're not only psychopaths, they are sociopaths. Case in point so there is this uh, Twitter user by the name of Enough for Delusion, and their at name is Call Me Fag with three G's. So, and if you guys are hearing a siren in the background, I literally cannot help that. Somebody clearly is in danger. Hope they get the help that they need it. Anyway, help him. Help him. He needs some milk. <laughs> anyway, Enough for Delusions have posted this private letter that a guy who lives in the same apartment building as him has slid under his door. And basically, let's go ahead and read the, uh, read the caption. Y'all, I went on one date, and the one is in all caps, one date with this dude in my building. We've exchanged a few texts with four days max in between. I come home from the gym and this, this is in all caps, is on my door, call 911. And so the note then reads, Hey, I wanted to, I wanted to, I mean, I'm sorry, cause I'm trying to read the guy's handwriting. Hey, I wanted to drop a note instead of shooting you a text again. Had to change pins cause it started to fade. What's the deal? If, you've, if you're not ghosting me, then what are you doing? You haven't responded to the text or voice memo I sent, sent, so I'm a bit confused. On one end, you're telling me that you had a good time and definitely want to hang again, but then you're also not responding or making an effort to. It doesn't seem like you're interested in anything platonic or romantic which I can be okay with, but I do believe I'm owed the courtesy of you letting me know that if that is the case, uh, if that is of letting me know that, of letting me know that if that is the case. Okay, I had to like reread that line because I was like, wait, (laughs) Um, letting me know that if that is the case, if this is your version of quote unquote honest communication, I don't think we are aligned. I'm hating the mixed signals. It's giving me anxiety and confusing me. I'd like to get aligned. I hope to hear back from you. He then gave him his number again, but of course the number is blocked out, which I can give this asshole courtesy for blocking out the number um, in case you don't have my number anymore or feel free to come up for a cup of tea and some puppy therapy. And he clearly put his name at the end, but he also blocked that out too, even though he's still an asshole. So then he showed us A screenshot of the text. And he says, look how nice I am. Hey, I got your note. I'm sorry I made you anxious and confused. I was being honest about having a good time on the date and wanting a second one. But I think based on your messages and notes, you expect more communication and reassurance than I have the capacity for. I feel overwhelmed. Therefore, I'm going to renege my suggestion for a second date or anything further. Apologies. I wish you well. Then the guy says... My intention wasn't to overwhelm you. Can we chat for a few minutes? I'd rather not. Someone out there can meet your expectations of communication, but I don't have to. But, the, uh, but I don't have that to offer you currently. Despite enjoying our date, we've known each other for barely one day, and this is a lot. Maybe on a different timeline. Good night for context i was clear that i enjoyed our first date i even scheduled a second date but also said i'd be pretty disconnected until then because of work sometimes people need to yeah, sometimes people still need reassurance despite effective communication smiley face if you're anxious and needy say that first all right so and y'all clearly see why i was reading it the way i was reading it so to Mr. enough for delusion aka call me fag. That's exactly what you are. But you're not just a fag and I'm one too, so sweetheart, this is not homophobic. You're a messy punk bitch who's going to be miserable and lonely for the rest of your miserable fucking life. It's niggas like you and people like you with that passive aggressive energy for you to even say that, oh, if you're needy and need reassurance, you need to just say that. Say that first. Bitch, you the type that'll use that shit as a weapon, and I doubt you really have any real friends, and you live in L.A., so I know you ain't got no real friends out there. Everybody is fake. Everybody's probably fucking on each other or fucking on each other's man, and it's just a lot of fakery, fuckery, and buffoonery going around in this here dancery. So let's start there. Then is the fact that you shared this private letter. Who said this guy doesn't even follow you on Twitter? Yeah, y'all may have known each other for a day, but it's like, yo, nigga, it's social media. You never know who follows you and who knows who. It's like, bruh. You are one, You are just a disrespectful fucking cunt. You are a disrespectful fucking cunt because how dare you share this private moment and come to us with it instead of your fake-ass fucking golden girl's reject group chat of friends to discuss this or talk about this with a therapist. Here's the thing. If you don't have the capacity to simply... I don't give a fuck about the fact that you scheduled the second date. If the guy is wanting to, like, you know, talk with you, getting to know you, the whole talking phase, the talking stage, whatever stage it is... That's what the fuck it is. But see, you don't know how to date. A lot of you niggas don't know how to date. A lot of you punks don't know how to fucking date, but y'all know how to fuck. How does that work? Don't fucking know. But men know how to fuck before they know how to love. A lot of us are taught and programmed to be that way, to know how to fuck before we know how to love. Please miss me with the bullshit. So, because a lot of you niggas need therapy. But anyway, you, you know, posted this, and you're trying to make yourself come off like the victim. It's giving Karen it's giving Karen. It's giving I'm a Karen and I need attention and I want to, you know, be a a bastard. I want to be a bitch. I want to be bitchy. Because a lot of y'all love to be the Regina George in real life. And again, Regina George got hit by a fucking bus. Once again, we have serious shit going on in this here world. We got serious shit going on. There is other shit going on. But you're deciding, in the midst of all that, to be an asshole when somebody's trying to date you because they want to take a chance. Even just to be friends. Like, it, this situation really triggered me. It really triggered me because those of y'all who know I've been listening since day one, I dealt with a ghosting situation. I've dealt with quite a few, but the one from 2021, that shit really hurt. But needless to say, me and that guy, we patched things up. And when we patched things up and spoke, we told each other everything. Here's the get you got your part. Me and him was both going through a hell of a lot of shit behind closed doors. And the universe, and shit, I'll even chalk this up to the ancestors and our spirit guides, knew it was better to separate us than to keep us together in the midst of us going through what we were going through personally so that we didn't take that out on each other. And looking back, thank God they did. Hell, thank God. God even stepped in, you know what I'm saying? And ordained that separation so that there can be a, damn, what is, I was going to say, reunination, like reunion, child, that's not a word, but y'all can use that if y'all want to. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) you know, Thank God, you know, but it's like, yo, you could have at least let him know, hey, yes, I did enjoy my time, but hey, I am working whatever job you do, if it's, you know, because you're probably in the industry, whatever. But if your job is keeping you that fucking busy, then nigga, you don't need to be dating at all. Even if you got a free day, nigga, use that day to write. Use that day to draft up some scripts. Use that day to do something else other than being on the app swiping right, swiping left, and then you see somebody who you match with. You see somebody who you match with, or in this case, y'all live in the same fucking apartment, and then it's like, oh, well, yeah, let's go hang out, but you know ain't shit else finna pop because you ain't got the, I ain't got the capacity. Well, bitch, you ain't got the capacity for nobody in your life. That includes friends, family, hell, not even a pet. You ain't got the capacity for not even a fucking plant. I'm pretty sure you're the type that'll even let a fucking cactus die around your edge. Do you know how hard it is to kill a cactus? Yeah, that's how I know you're a fucked up individual because it's crumb bombs like you. Imbeciles like you, you fucking, it's you fucking unsensitive, unemotional, emotionally unavailable ass pricks who are the worst of the worst and the lowest of the fucking lowest. Real talk, the lowest of the fucking lowest. You really put this dude on blast, and for what? And I'm so glad it was people checking your ass. And for the ones who are agreeing with you, hell, they lonely too. Even the one who I know is in a relationship, but you know what? I wish him well with that. But it's just like, yo, they live in the same apartment. The nigga slid a note under his door because it's like, okay, I've sent text messages. I've sent a voice memo. But you know what? To that brother who you disrespected, I'm going to say this. Dude, look no response is still a response and yes it hurts and to be honest with you yes i feel you on that saying that hey you can at least tell me what's going on i feel like i'm old with that man look the world don't really owe us shit. we just got to chalk it up you know it is what it is the world don't owe you shit. but what i will say is yes he should have had the courtesy to say something versus not saying something. Because see, in this generation, in this damn age, and y'all get so mad at Nico, shout out to Nico's aesthetics, y'all get so mad at Nico for saying what the fuck he said about the fact that the dating landscape, the homosexual dating landscape for gay men is trash because of social media and fucking dating apps. You could be texting a guy thinking that things are going really well or y'all have one argument, next thing you know, that screenshot is on fucking Twitter some damn where and you getting red for filth. But nobody wants to hear your side of it. And for you bitches and you niggas like who doing that screenshot and shit, look, God's screenshotting screenshot your life right the fuck now. And when God pulls that shit up on your ass at the gates of heaven, baby, your ass is going to be looking dumb, dumb, and stupid. Deaf, blind, dumb, stuck, and stupid. Because a lot of you bitches don't deserve anything good in your fucking miserable lives. Y'all really hurt people. Hurt people really do hurt people. And it's like, buddy, again, you don't have the capacity to simply give somebody reassurance, but you literally posted that for reassurance. Your damn self talking about calling now one one. Nigga, if I was the operator, I would have just told you, look, he clearly I would have told you I would have made your ass read the letter to me. And at the end of the letter, I would have been like, you know what, sir, let me tell you this. Love is a tricky thing. Dating is a tricky thing. You do owe that dude something. Say something to him. But if you call this line again, I will make sure that any operator hangs up, hangs up on you, quick, fast, and in a fucking hurry. For real, for I will make sure they hang up. I will make sure of it because you're not gonna waste resources when again resources are already limited enough. And while yes, we scream and shout, fuck the police, nigga. You ain't finna call the fire department, the ambulance, the EMTs Baby, you gonna have to figure this shit out It ain't like he's threatening to come stab you up Like Michael Myers Bitch, it ain't like he's threatening to get you Like Ghostface, what's your favorite Scary movie? Like bitch, you ain't Sidney Prescott Last I checked So mister, enough is delusion because clearly you have Grander delusion or whatever the fucking Phrase is, fuck you Fuck you (laughs) Fuck you, tell them niggas I said fuck you, like fuck you nigga Oh, bum ass pussy ass nigga. See, it's niggas like you. It's niggas like you that ruin that are just a prime example of why the dating pool has not only piss, bleach and acid in it, but also shit because you are a piece of it. You're a piece of shit and you need to be flushed down the toilet of society and removed from society. Because you know what? That guy who you put on blast, he's going to find a man that loves him down to his sweaty socks and sweaty drawers, To the sweat drip down his balls. All skeet skeet motherfucker. All skeet skeet. He gonna find somebody. Meanwhile, you are gonna be in your fucking 60s, still out here at the clubs, over in WeHo, you know, hunting hunting, and hunching and lurking over these young boys. Not young men, but young boys, because you give off pedo vibes. But that's another conversation for another motherfucking day. Way. Anyway, that is a little bit of a royal reading by yours truly, Prince Onyx, because that shit, again, y'all, when people be ghosting folks and then have the nerve to screenshot conversations or screenshot a letter that was sent to them or slid under their door or attached to their door, it's like, bruh, what exactly did you want us to do about this? Because we see that you're just a disgusting, passive aggressive fucking cunt. I mean, what you want us to do? Be like, oh yeah, that shit is weird. Y'all niggas don't know. First of all, our sexuality is weird. Did you ever think, our sexuality is weird. We take dick up the ass and... Well, I mean, down the throat ain't nothing because everybody giving head out here. But we take dick up the ass. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, you know, we got the mouth hole, but we have the the anal hole. So we got to take dick somewhere else other than our throats. Dushing for God knows how fucking long, especially if you got a crappy diet or hell, even if you done took some of husk, but that shit is just backed up in you. So now it's like you got stomach cramps up out the ass and you're just like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? Oh my God, the water's not coming out. (laughs) clear. Like, child, like... Dushing only to take five to seven fucking minutes worth of a stroke because these niggas are so addicted to porn and fucking uh, royal honey packs that they can't last that damn long. Break me off, gotta show me what you got. I don't want no one minute man. Ooh, break me off, gotta show me what you got. Cause I don't want no. Like, bitch, you niggas are definitely the definition of a one minute man. Well, a five minute man, but hell, that's still worse than, that's still worse, okay? That's not really a badge of honor. But again, to Mr. Enough is, a, is Delusion, call me fag. That's what you are a messy, miserable fag. Stupid ass bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. Fuck ya. Yeah. But anyway, we will be right back after these messages mm-hmm. for more reading and gagging, okay? Here at the Royal Hour Podcast. Mm. <laughs> Hey guys, what's going on? It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I just want to say first and foremost, thank you to the Anchor FM app because without it, the Royal Hour podcast would have never been able to see the light of day. Here at Anchor FM, it is a free 99 app that allows you to record and edit your podcast with all the tours that are available to you. And again, did I mention that it is totally free? Oh yeah, it is free, free, free. And this app is free It's free It's the free 99 for me With this app, of course, like I said, it's free You get to edit and record your podcast You have all the tools available And it is distributed to other podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. So be sure to join Anchor FM today and let them know that the Royal Hour Podcast by Prince Onyx sent you. Thank you. Ciao. (laughs) And welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. I wanted to save the best for last on this here episode because this is a really long episode. So... If next week y'all get like an hour or maybe like 45 minutes or anything less than what y'all are getting, whew, okay. (laughs) But it was just a lot to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like in between takes, me, you know, getting myself together for the next thing, bam, here's more news, another cancellation, bam, here's this, bam, here's that. I'm like, God damn. It just like, not necessarily threw me off. It was just damn, okay, well, let me talk about this, you know, versus waiting till next week or whatever, you feel me? So anyway. Let's go ahead and talk about it because I feel like enough time has passed and there are so many black men and women who are still talking about this. So let's go ahead and talk about it, shall we? So recently, Jonathan Majors, who, who is one of Hollywood's new leading men, leading black men at that, um, he did a cover shoot uh, for an issue of Ebony magazine, and he was styled by this black stylist who is a nerdist. Um, well, no, that's the article nerdist. They re- they reported on this, but he's a, he's a black nerd, a blurd, if you will. And his name is Alexander Julian Gibson, and he drew inspiration uh, from his love of anime to create the, an outfit from the One Piece anime character uh, from One Piece from the One Piece anime, and it was a character on the show that is called Don. Q Ox Do Flamingo. I'm pretty sure I said the brother's name wrong. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, throughout the issue, you know, you can see the anime influences. If you don't watch anime, you know, hey, shame on you. But again, YouTube and Google is literally right there. It's for the free 99 unless you're paying for YouTube Red. That's another conversation. And so the issue here is that you have it to where black men and women are once again crying online. About, oh my god, the mas- they're emasculating the black man. It's like they're crying about something that really does not apply to them. Unless you yourself are being directly emasculated, which I don't even know if you guys really understand what emasculation really looks like. Shut the fuck up. Because when the Isley brothers in their youth dressed how they dressed with the bell bottoms and the, you know, crop tops, the shirts tied up where they got the belly out, you know, what I'm saying basketball players back in the 70s when they did photo shoots and stuff like that, like when when hell, Prince Rick James, Jimi Hendrix, when these guys were around. Y'all didn't say nothing because y'all knew they was about the shits and they would kick y'all ass. And the same can apply to Jonathan Majors because look at how this man is built. Y'all wouldn't even get close to him to yell up in his face. You're being emasculated, nigga. You you ain't a man, nigga. The white man got you by the balls. Baby, the white man at your job that you have to clock in and out of every day until you die, until you retire and then die of, you know, hypertension or something. that's, That's who's emasculating you. Emasculation... Of the black man, is it happening through Hollywood? Is it happening through the media? We can argue about that. We can debate that and say yes to a degree with different things, with how a lot of straight black men have made careers off of pretending to be black women, and also gay gay white men, for example, and how they love to say, "Oh, I feel like a sassy black woman." Y'all don't check them though. Y'all don't check them. And then all these internet comedians, who, again, truth be told, because I spoke about this before, a lot of these guys, if you take away the wigs and the female antics and the skits. They have nothing, but those who I see, because I follow black comedians who are online, who don't even resort to, you know, pretending to dress up like a woman. You know what they do? Call up one of their homegirls, who's probably an actress just like them. It's like, hey, sis, um, what day are you available? Okay, here, let's do this. Let's shoot a bunch of skits. And then they probably, they schedule to release them, boom, 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 go on about their day. They don't need to pretend to be a woman if they got some homegirls who are in the same industry as them and hit them up versus guys who feel the need to oh let me just pretend to be a woman let me pretend to mock a woman but that's again another conversation but for you guys who are so hell-bent from the bitches and the niggas who are so hell-bent on this whole thing of the black man being emasculated none of you women ever had a chance with jonathan majors he is married he has a woman he has a wife they have a daughter they have a family none of y'all were an option to him and you never will be get that out of your minds the man who is laying up with you knocking you upside of your head giving you everything from chlamydia to crabs to herpes to warts to you know all this shit and you're still going back to him you're still forgiving him all while cleaning out the skid marks in your sheets that he's leaving from the ecosystem growing out of his ass and cleaning out those same skid marks in the ecosystem of the draws that you are cleaning that's who you need to be focused on. You need to shift your focus onto that. To you men who feel like, you know, oh, you know, it, it's an agenda. Da, da, da Can we talk about political agendas for a change? Because, again, y'all got so much to say about celebrities, people who you're not even in the same rooms with. You're not even in the same tax bracket as. Baby, they're on the highest part of the totem pole. You're not even in the middle. Motherfucker, you are at the lowest. And you're online crying about some shit. That does not concern you. But if you are a father, I will ask you this. Are you involved in your child's life? Was your father involved in your life? Because your father going to the store and getting cigarettes and never coming back, that is, that's some emasculation right there. You know what I'm saying? That's some emasculation right there. Being told to suck it up and don't cry and don't be a bitch. So you hold on to your emotions and let them get pent up. That's not a woman's fault. For those who like to blame the single mothers, that's not their fault. That is the culture that we have adopted of telling black boys to grow the fuck up, suck it up, don't cry, don't show emotions. That is a form of emasculation. So see, oftentimes we don't have necessarily to necessarily keep looking outside of the house of blackness to just be like, oh, you're the white man, the white man, the white man. Oftentimes it is us we emasculate our men from the time they are boys. So when you have a guy like Jonathan Majors, who most likely is emotionally intelligent and aware, and he's tapped in, and he's not being the the brute, he's not being the mandingo savage, the stereotype. You know what I'm saying? He's not being the Sambo. You know what I'm saying? Like that dancing gorilla dude and that other dude who's like who's who has his eyes damn near bugging out of his fucking head while, while making a mess in these white restaurant establishments while they're both shucking and jiving, eating this food and acting a damn fool in front of white and Asian people and non-black people. Yeah, that's why, side note, I'm glad that Loki, that dancing group, first of all, for you to even take on the title of Dancing Gorilla grooving gorilla whatever for you to take that on and not really understand the context of that it's modern day minstrel show my nigga and you know what i'm glad that people got you banned off tiktok while yes it sucks to see a black man lose a bag da, 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 da baby you're a fucking embarrassment that's some emasculation shit right there now are white people putting him up to it or is it his team of black people that's doing that let's address that And then when you interview him, because there's an interview that he did or interviews that he has done, several, more than one, he don't even have a fucking personality. So it's like you're doing all of this shucking and jiving, and you ain't even got no real personality to you yourself. Is it worth it? Like, dude, you could be doing so much more with your form of media. Your form of medium, you could be doing so much more. You could have opened up a gym, a black-owned gym. You could have like, you know, said you could have been a, a personal trainer to some celebrities. Now I'm talking about like A-list, C-list, shit, B-list, whatever, D-list. You could have been like really doing something else other than this, but you're choosing to shuck and jive. So can we talk about that? But y'all are so worried about this shit right here with Jonathan Majors. Y'all are so worried about this shit right here. You know, emasculation is when you are out here creating these single parent homes, these broken homes, and then you're allowing for society to tell you that you ain't shit. You're taking that in. So then you're committing illegal activities, illicit and illegal activities that land you in prison and you screw your life up behind what exactly? Trying to trying to do what what are you trying to prove how much of a man you are we as black people are the only ones who have literally reduced and subjugated manhood to genitals the penis the testicles and the ass the anus y'all have literally reduced your black men have allowed themselves to be reduced to just their genitals a lot of black men are walking around here like some walking living breathing human sex dolls human flesh jacks human flesh lights human it's okay, like, I really wish y'all would leave Jonathan Majors alone, and because, you know what, he did his job, he caused a lot of ruckus, got y'all upset, I bet you a majority of y'all are not gonna see the new Ant-Man, uh, you know, and, and the Wasp, and, you know, Quantumania movie, because y'all gonna feel like, oh, that's supporting him, and, you know, the Hollywood agenda, and, you know, these rituals, and they be having these conversations, Are you're not a part of these conversations, are you mad because you got rejected? Because, see, here's the thing, I like comedy hype, But I got to snipe at them for a second too. To the host, and I forget her name, but sister Jonathan was not Jonathan Mayer was not looking at you. So you were not an option. So for you to be like, "Mm, I like my man like this, it's like, girl, do you even have a man? Do you have a man? Do you have a man? Because you can list, you, it's like, you can list what you like in a man, this, that, this, that, and the third, but if he steps out of, well, quote unquote, steps out of line, or if he acts too, quote unquote, zesty, which that's another thing for you women out here, for black women who are calling these black straight men, zesty which is homophobic as fuck but y'all have y'all gay homeboys who's really not your homeboy you're just using him as an accessory just to know if your man is getting digged down by other niggas or if he's dicking down your gay homeboy and his friends while you are clocking in at walmart or trader joe's look here if a black straight man wants to Sing and dance to SZA, to Eric Badu, to Cardi B, to Glorilla, to Nicki Minaj, to Lil Kim, to Foxy Brown, to who the fuck ever. That does not make him any less of a man. Black, straight man, I need y'all to step out of the confines of the toxic, white, Eurocentric, patriarchal systems that bind you and step outside of that same uh, bindment and containment of toxic masculinity that has been fed to you through the Eurocentric lens and realize that there is more to being a man than just what you have been told again by the eurocentric systems y'all do realize or maybe you don't because a lot of y'all don't read and that includes you women too y'all are not doing the research to realize what africa was like pre-colonization Pre the transatlantic slave trade, even though there was slave trading and stuff going on within Africa and then the whole tribalism stuff, which we can talk about that again on another episode. But I'm talking about when it comes to the influence, the Eurocentric influence. And it's like, you know, y'all are quick to always bring up buck breaking, which, yes, that was a real thing that happened during slavery, but not everything correlates to that. And y'all just, you know, y'all love to bring shit up like that, but again, Yes, buck breaking did happen. Is it happening today in Hollywood? I don't know. That's between these guys who y'all are accusing of being bent over by the bent over by the executives and ran through and there and whoever they pray to and they themselves. If they did that to get to the top, they have to sit and deal and live with those consequences. That is not for you all to feel the need to, you know, publicly. And metaphorically castrate them, if you will, and then turn around and accuse little white men of castrating them. See, it's because we're seeking representation in everything and everyone except ourselves. If you didn't have that growing up in your family, I feel sorry for you. But to turn to media all the damn time and use that as an excuse, you can read a book. You can read a book. You can actually invest in some black authors who are giving y'all the stories with these black heroes. You know what I'm saying? That y'all want to see on TV so damn bad. Invest in another form of media. Divest from the overconsumption of television and film. Divest from that and get into literature. Literature. Learn. You know, read some poetry. Do something other than watching TV and being on social media 24/7. Hell, it's Lent right now for those of y'all that are Christians. Because you know, you black Christians are so quick to demonize everybody. But y'all are the same ones who still believe that Jesus was white, and while you want to call everyone else demonic, y'all are consuming the blood and body of Christ during communion. Is that not demonic? But y'all want to come at people who, have, who are practicing ancient religions that, are, that existed before the Bible was used on our ancestors and brainwashed them and stripped them of everything? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, again... Real emasculation comes in different forms, but this whole thing about, oh, well, he dressed this way, why does that bother you? If you didn't like the outfit, if you didn't like the looks, that's okay to say, oh, you know what, damn, I wish they they would have styled him this way, I wish they would have went with this um style, or, damn, I like that, but, you know, like, like, that's that's, you know, fashion police bullshit, you know what I'm saying? That's that fashion police bullshit, but when... It comes to the point of talking about emasculation. I just have to roll my eyes so hard at that because it's like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? And y'all really believe the shit, too. That's what takes me out of that Y'all really believe the shit, too. But that's because of, honestly... A lot of black men, y'all masculinity is so fragile because of how you have been conditioned and programmed to believe you fit into the world. And if you don't show up a certain type of way, you are not a quote unquote man. You ain't a real quote. You ain't a quote unquote real man. Well, what is a real man? Is a real man? Somebody who's out here participating in rape culture is a real man. Somebody who's being a fucking in sale or in this case, nig sale for nigga in sale is is a real man somebody who's not providing for their children because, oh, that's some white man shit? Like fucking, like dumbass Akon was talking about? The same dude who don't even acknowledge any of his children? Is, you know, being a real man doing what Nick Cannon is doing to where he spread so thin that he literally can only spend time with all of his children for about, what, maybe 30, 30 minutes to an hour on for the fucking holidays? Y'all clown on guys like Will Smith. Jonathan Majors, who also, Jonathan Majors, a lot of y'all swore, and y'all say that he's ugly, he's this, he's that. Why? Because he has prominent negroid features that, that big, big broad nose, well, you know, he's breathing good out of that motherfucker to the lips. So, you know, y'all can tell that he phenotypically is black because he doesn't have those Eurocentric standards that y'all chase after. But then want to scream and don't want to turn around and scream that black is king. Black is beautiful. Tell me, what is it? Tell me, what is it? Think quickly. Speak quickly. Think quickly and speak quickly, bitch. Think about it and speak quickly, ho. Because what exactly is it? Huh? What is it? (laughs) Tell me, because I'll never understand it. This hatred that y'all have for The black LGBTQIA, this hatred that y'all have for a black straight identifying man doing something outside of the, again, toxic norms that have been set in place, these toxic terms and conditions that have been set in place. Y'all are pissed off because y'all can't control him. Just like Tiffany, aka Tip Her Please, Montgomery, and the black Christians are mad at Beyonce because they cannot control her and how she practices her spirituality openly the same for summer walker because i had to block another bitch a crazy christian bitch on tiktok trying to clown folks who you know do ancestral veneration talking about oh don't talk no we don't talk to our ancestors those are demons those are not real spirits and da-da-da-da. you know we, we christians it's like baby you christians are some of the most judgmental motherfuckers ever i hope y'all know that when y'all meet that white jesus that you've been praying to You probably are going to get bitch slapped all the way down to hell because it's like, yo, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. A lot of you born again Christians feel like y'all have been absolved of your sins. And so therefore you can judge and come after everybody. So, again, with Jonathan Majors, leave him the fuck alone. He's going to be good. Are you? He's going to be all right. Are you? I doubt that Because the way that y'all get so visibly angry And have such visceral hatred in your hearts for him Is really disgusting and despicable behavior. But then again, what do you expect from a bunch of deplorables like you? From the ignorant black women who will agree with everything that a former pimp now turned author, you know, pro-blackian, super saiyan, Hotepian, Tariq Nasheed says, to the dusty, I don't know where you are living and where's the roof over your head, Dr. Umar Johnson says. Y'all will cling on to this because you want to be picked. Y'all pick me's are the same ones that you do get picked, but you also get beat on. And that's not to make fun of or light of domestic violence. It's just that there is a connection between the pick me's and those who are the pick but are getting their asses behind closed doors, but then are encouraging women to, oh, you need to act this way. You need to dress like a lady. You need to do this. You need to do that. That toxic femininity is also coming from, again, the Eurocentric lens and standards that were set for all of us in society who do not fit that standard to begin with. So while you again want to scream and chant that black is beautiful, black is beautiful means that across the spectrum of blackness, from the straight to the gay, is beautiful. We are not a monolith. We shall not be moving and should not be moving like a monolithic group. We are all different. There should be different forms. There are different forms of masculinity that is not toxic that should be expressed more. So if it is Jonathan Major majors dressing like an anime character being styled again by a black stylist who is an anime fan for a fucking magazine let it be because y'all are the same ones who are also talking about ASAP Rocky somehow as being emasculated when he's there for his child and his the other child that has yet to be born was your father there for you I doubt that I doubt that and again the article for Vogue with Rihanna was literally about Rihanna reborn, talking about her life as this superstar mom. She's a billionaire, he is a millionaire. They are in each other's life. No, they are not married, but if they do decide to get married, hey, guess what, that's them. That has nothing to do with you. And y'all, here's the thing. You lot, you bunch are the same ones who sit your children in front of the TV and walk away. And so then y'all turn around and get mad at the celebrities and feel like the celebrities owe you something. Rihanna even said that how she's not really a role model. These celebrities, these, they're not role models. They're just entertainers. If you want a role model, look up some historical figures who did something for society, not the entertainers. We are the only group that allow for entertainers or have made entertainers rather be the, the representation for us, not the politicians, which is why the politics is so fucked up when it comes to us. Not, you know, we don't... <sighs> We don't talk about black historical figures outside of the main ones that we are fed from Rosa Parks to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to Malcolm X. Like, yo, there are other people out here, yo, that we could be talking about, you know? I mean, like, goddamn, yo, like, there's other people we can talk about who invented such great, who invented just about everything that we have in society today. So once again, once again... Shift your motherfucking focus. Joe Biden literally has given Ukraine $30 billion. Meanwhile, it would only take $20 billion to end homelessness here in America. And then $25 billion to end poverty and hunger. But y'all are so focused on the emasculation of a fucking black celebrity who's not even looking your goddamn way. Shift your fucking focus. You dumb bitch and you dumb nigga. Shift your fucking focus. Celebrities ain't worried about you dumb hoes. That goes for the man and the women. They ain't worried about y'all. Y'all are not even in the same rooms as them. You're not getting invited to the Rock Nation brunch. You're not in the same tax brackets. You're not in these these same conversations. Now, again, are there rituals that happen in Hollywood? Yes, there's rituals that are happening every fucking way, in and out of Hollywood. Are there conversations being had behind the scenes on how to emasculate black men in Hollywood? I don't fucking know. But for those who are in the industry who got so much to say down to com- to the comedy hype crew, you know, how about y'all start naming some names? Oh, but y'all won't because y'all afraid of getting blackballed. I know what it is. Oh, whiteballed in this instance. <laughs> but then you're probably still but are probably mad because you didn't get to taste those same white balls. Ooh. Baby, y'all need to shift y'all focus. If your masculinity was not as fragile as a mirror, maybe just maybe maybe just maybe, or a house that was built on sticks, maybe just maybe, maybe just maybe, you could do something else with your life and talk about something else that's more important. But anyway, you guys, that's really all I got for this segment. Let me know what y'all think about this because I could go on and on, but I don't want to get into a tangent because then I'll say some shit that you know, it's it's going to make me look bad. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I just, I, I hate when my people do this bullshit. I hate when we feel like, oh, we're being emasculated. Oh, the white man won't let us do this. Like when a man says that you won't let me lead, if you a real man, you don't need that. You don't ask anybody to let you lead. You lead. You don't ask anybody to let you lead. You lead. You lead. Like y'all talking. me, oh, you won't let me. You won't let me. Motherfucker, you lead. Y'all motherfuckers are so fragile, and then y'all want to, like, this constant attack on black single mothers as if they are not victims of the same racism, the same systems that are destroying the black family. Y'all want to blame them. Like, there was this guy recently who, you know, got his life together. He works security now. I believe he works. Yeah, he works security now. Um, And he was on TikTok basically blaming his mama Then you got a woman who was saying How like oh you know these black men And these black boys they emotionally unstable Because they acting like women That ain't got shit to do with why they emotionally unstable Because then what you're saying is women are emotionally unstable Because that's what you have been taught Because you're a male identifying fucking Unk wearing cunt It's not because of that Men have been killing their wives, their girlfriends, their baby mamas Since the dawn of time Bitch go look it up Go back to centuries of true crimes where men of all shades were killing their wife, were killing their significant others. It ain't had shit to do with how they grew up. It's a lot of people, when you are emotionally unstable, it ain't got shit to do with how the... Oftentimes, the how you grew up stuff, it's like, baby, there's something else on top of that. So let's stop blaming single mothers. And also, for those of y'all who feel like, well, you know, with the child support, they trying to break up the family too. Bitch, the court... Because the woman petitioned for child support because you were not stepping up as a father. The court put that shit on you, but they did not take away your visitation rights. You can still visit your child. But it's the fact that you don't visit your child, but somehow that's also the woman's fault as well. You see how this works? Like we could really break this conversation down. And I may revisit this conversation later on and bring it back to y'all with a couple of more Opinions in the room, because I really love when I can bring more people into these conversations. Because this whole conversation of oh, you're being emasculated, baby. How? Tell me how this man is being emasculated, and how that is affecting you. When gas is high, rent is due, the fucking eggs are about to cost nine thousand dollars, milk is on its way to costing damn near twenty, bread is on its way to costing fifteen, like. Baby, we got other shit to focus on than what a fucking celebrity is wearing in a goddamn magazine issue. But see, that's how wrapped up we are in the distractions that we want to cry out about. Oh, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah, then why are you talking about it since it's such a damn distraction? If you're going to acknowledge it just once, just acknowledge it and move the fuck on. Again, shift your focus. There's real shit going on. Real shit, real deal motherfucking holy feel going on out here. Okay? But anyway, you guys, uh, that is it for this episode of the Royal Hour Podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed that. Again, let me know your thoughts. I love it when you guys talk back and I will get back to you in the next, I was going to say the next chapter or the next iteration, but you guys will see me and hear from me real soon. All right, peace and have a good one. Hey guys, what's going on? I just wanted to let you guys know before we get on up out of here with your good guy here, Prince Onyx, I just want to let you lovely people know where you can find me. So if you are in the TikTok streets, you can find me at Prince of the Go. That is P-R-I-N-C-E. O-F-T-H-E-G-O. And The Go is short for Chicago. Or you can just simply type in Prince Onyx and I will pop up. Now that same name I just gave you, Prince of The Go, you can also find me under that same moniker over at Instagram. You know, trying to keep in tune with the whole Prince royalty background, you know, the brand. (laughs) And you can also find me under my second Instagram, Prince of Gotham with the number one. And Gotham, like, you know, Gotham City, you know, in case you guys haven't put put two and two together comic book reference and you guys can also find me at fan base prince onyx and you can also find me on these twitter streets prince onyx world now that after you spell out prince the onyx is o-n-y-x all capitalized and world is spelled w-r-l-d so it's world minus the o and that is all capitalized as well so be sure that you are following me and keeping up up to date with me and staying in touch with me as i want to hear from you lovely people and other than that we will go ahead and get on up out of here so i love you guys lots and let me know your thoughts on this recent episode until we meet again. Peace. Oh, and how could I forget? You can also find me on YouTube, Prince Onyx. Hello. Come on out. I'm definitely trying to keep this brand going and going and going and going. Not even trying. I am keeping this brand going. But again, I just want you guys to know where you guys can find me. All right. Talk to you later. Peace.